Hello, listeners, and welcome to RPG Digest. In this live stream formatic podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Maxley Oshlow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, critic, judge, and Friday Night Lights host extraordinaire. Along with me is that weirdo, whatever. I don't know what he does. That, that guy who does that thing. He sits next to me and says, yes, sir. No, man. Ha ha. Brett, heathen dog, Christopher. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing it's awesome well. that I get to control that intro. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I, that, that's exactly what I think every time. That's awesome. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, sir. Ha <laughs> ha. I like hearing that. Keep saying that. <laughs> uh well, you know what? It, 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 I would say that as of right now, uh, the best starship captain is sitting over there. The the best host is sitting right here. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Heathen Dog. I guess he'll do. That's that's Ban. <laughs> 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 that's Ban. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're gonna put him in a timeout. Oh, <laughs> five minute timeout. Think about think about his choices. His his see, life path. See, that's the thing. Heathen Dog has to take it out on you all. Yes, I can't take it out on him. So shit rolls downhill. And guess what? <laughs> People in the comments section are always downhill. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there just went all of our viewers. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> and uh, no, one, one quarter of our viewers. One quarter of our viewers. <laughs> I don't trust that number. Uh, so how was your week? Oh, it was busy. It was very busy. Uh, you know, last weekend I went to. Uh, um kansas kind of city oh that's right there was a birthday party was the week before yes okay and then got back sunday night and uh this week was my wife's week off of work she quit her last job and she starts her new job on monday so she was unemployed this entire week and i tried to tell her it was a vacation she's like no i want to be unemployed say i'm unemployed i'm like all right who <laughs> who but me would want that but okay i did and I told her, hey, you know what? Go and do what you got to do. I'll handle everything else. You do this week is for you. So she went to the salon. She got a massage. She went shopping for new clothes. She did all that stuff. And uh, then comes Friday and Saturday. Friday was my son's uh, peewee black belt test. Which I, I wouldn't have passed him. But he got he got passed. And Saturday, Is it because but- it's peewee mode? Yeah, basically because it's peewee mode. But still, there, there, there was stuff I expect a 10-year-old to be able to do and under pressure, and he didn't do it. So I wouldn't have passed him, but he passed. And Saturday was his first concert in band. And it, I thought it was going to be horrible. I, the, these are these are 10 and 11-year-olds playing instruments they've, they've played for a month. And to be fair, these are American 10-year-olds. These aren't like Asians who get beat up every day starting at age three to play the fiddle, right? Exactly, right, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know about a fiddle, but I, I, I get your meaning, yes. And uh, since he was studying for his black belt test, he had to memorize like seven katas and, and uh, practice sparring and stuff like that. So he had no time to do it. And he didn't screw it up, and nobody screwed it up. I was shocked. There was only one kid. There was one kid. Uh, I, I narrow it down to either a clarinet or a saxophone player that just sucked. Like, have you ever picked up this instrument, you insolent little brat? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. Only one kid who was genuinely bad. Everyone else was, yeah, okay. That was that was all right. You know, they had simple songs, you know, 
Mary had a little lamb, red hot, what are the red buns or whatever the hell that thing's called? Um, <laughs> jingle bells, you know, easy stuff. But they, they did it competently. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. That was good. You didn't leave feeling like you were tortured. No, no, I good. did not. Well, that's good. Maybe there's some saving of society. No, <laughs> through music. So yeah, uh, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I disagree with all of you, and I'm going to ban. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to I'm going to ban. I'm going to ban. No, no, not with not with Unscripted Unchained. I'm talking oh. you guys on the stream. You need to do more of the old school Starship. That was your best mission. It absolutely no. was. Yes, no, it was. It was awful. It was painful. No, that's to the do. Thing. Exactly. And that's what people oh. want to see. Stop no, trying they... to be, stop cheating and stop trying to win. We talked about this on the Friday night stream. Everybody agrees. Stop cheating and stop trying to win. Play to have fun. And that was the most fun. fun. It was it fun for the fun. viewers. No, no. Yes. How could it be? And, and if you learn it, if you learn it, because that would obviously take some more time to learn, you'll yeah. actually become competent at it. And when you're competent, at it, it actually looks a lot cooler than the rest of the nonsense. Now, the, I do agree that I do want to see the Enterprise D as well. But your yeah. old your old school one, actually, when I looked at that, I was like, now that's pretty awesome also. Yeah, I, I felt like I was in a submarine. You should. In a starship. And the the engineering position, I don't know, I don't know if you noticed this, but I had to turn my head all the way around just to just to see the view screen. Well, that does I make mean, sense was, for the show, yeah. The, the the normal view was just the wall. Yeah. All I'm seeing is a wall and a bunch of, of uh, non well, You're the engineer. You don't need to look outside. You just listen to the captain say, give me more power to shields. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, for the viewer? Yeah, that, that, that is true. That, no, yeah. that, that, that part is 100% true. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather see that. But you had the quad screen up. Well, okay, two of the quad screens up. Uh, so I could watch uh, uh, Hawkman. I Because I, I'd never seen the engineering screen before, uh, even on the other ships. Oh, okay. and I'm thinking, what does the engineer do? The engineer doesn't do crap, and actually, the engineer does do a couple things. So that's yeah, yeah. That uh, that that one mission where you take damage every time you you go somewhere, uh, th that's the most the engineer has done. But the the engineer's job is to make sure that the systems get repaired and power is distributed properly. Yeah. So yeah, I 100 percent agree with the engineering position, but with the other three positions, I would definitely like to see more of that. Just see how it operates, because I, I thought it operated, especially once you finally brought up, because I was like, uh oh, how they can use this panel? And so he's like, press F1, and you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the original view is just is just the buttons and no words. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know? There was wasn't even a tutorial for this. And some of the buttons don't have commands tied to them, so you just no, be they clicking. Do, they do nothing. They're just there. It's like a guessing game. But well, that's F1. Okay, I'm I'm glad Garthon and Sherris knew that F1 uh, brings up the names <laughs> of the buttons. That's that that was that was uh, that made it actually uh, able to be used. That's uh that that's how you know that people. Well, I wouldn't say in the '60s, in the 22nd century, or whenever the hell Kirk was captain. That's how you knew they all knew their jobs, but they only knew their jobs because yeah, that's it. That's the only thing they knew how to do. You're right. Uh, what did she say? Oh no, she doesn't like violin or clarinet kids because yeah, on, on, uh, for violin especially until until you get good scrub, uh, it's just awful. Yeah, it's just it's just seizure inducing nonsense. <laughs> okay, um, what was my week? Oh, my week was uh, editing videos. I was supposed to this week do uh, start preparing for my taxes, and I didn't. So that's gonna be fun now that I'm actually back at work. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to. Yeah, but uh, I did create a bunch of videos and uh, I've got them all the way 
programmed out through uh, the beginning of January now. I got uh, I got all of our past live streams up on SoundCloud. Holy crap, that took forever. Uh, and we're going to, because I hadn't done it in like a year. So uh, there's going to be three posting on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, was it? Yeah, uh, every week up until it catches up to where we are, which looks like that's the beginning of February. And then it'll be one per week because, you know, that's how often we stream. That's how it works, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the SoundCloud ones are even delayed from what we do. And that's partially, partially intentional because, again, I want the people who follow us on Locals and the people who are members on YouTube and so forth to so get the access to it to, uh, to actually, uh, you know, have that one benefit. That one benefit, that's the only thing we've given them so far. Uh, although I am trying to use Locals a bit more. Uh, I think it's eh, succeeded about that much. But, yeah, so I don't know if you've seen, but I have 10-minute introductions. Yes, I saw that. Uh, and uh, what, what do we have for those games, for those 10-minute introduction games? I forget. I've got, The first one was After the Bomb. Mm. I wanted to start with something that I was a little bit familiar with, uh, you know, but still, I don't want to say new. I don't know how to explain it. I wanted to start with something that I was both capable, but, uh, you know, a little excited for. Um, and then next week, actually, next week's going to be Tune. It's going to be a day before this video drops, you know, our segment one today drops. So I think that's a yep. good lead-in, have the 10-minute introduction, and then... You know, then the, whatever we do today. Uh, so I had to bump everything else, and then I've got Bessem, and uh, that one got that one got bumped. So it's actually Battlelords of Twenty Third Century, Bessem, and Cyberpunk Twenty Twenty. Those are my first five, and I'll get a couple more up there. Then the plan is to start hitting things like supplements and modules and so forth. But one a week for now. But that was a, a suggestion. I think it was from Mister Max Bovin. He was the one that suggested that uh, concept, that idea. Okay. What did he uh, say? Violence solves everything. Uh, you missed your ban. Um, you're gonna need. You're, you're gonna need another one because you need no. to truly experience the time. No, out. no. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, there were a couple people asking for your slides, so maybe you'll have to do some ten minute in introductions also, yeah. uh, and, and oh, get some slides. Oh, speaking of, uh, you, uh, as, I don't know if you if you downloaded them or watched them, but I did the first two of the four uh, Shadowrun mm -mm. recordings. Um, and I was editing the part one and I came to the conclusion slower than I'd like to admit that it's shit. Why are you trying for perfection? Just give me a no, goddamn no, 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 video. No, 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 no. I don't mean, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean I'm aiming for perfection. I mean, I'm aiming to not embarrass myself. And did you I watch mine? I did those. Failed. In mistake. I failed it. utterly. Now part two was better, but there were a lot more mistakes. Oh, okay. Like yeah. I had to start over a lot more because I just, you know, couldn't pronounce things and stuff like that. So it ended up being longer. But, uh, hello. But, uh, part one is not good because part one has to be the hook because that's the free one. That's the one that goes on YouTube for everyone. Okay. So it's got to be a hook. It's, it's, it's got to be better. So it, it has to be, I don't want to say the best, but it has to be as good as the others at least because the others you're paying for. And the hook has to be at least as good. And the way I did it is not. So I have to redo that one to make it better. But that one, it was only 10 minutes. So it wasn't it wasn't very long. It shouldn't take very long, especially now that I know exactly what not to say, because that's everything I said before to say everything wow. else, like like all the other words. And it'll be better. OK. This has only taken like, what, four months to get there. <laughs> that's that's actually fair. I, 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 I'm doing mine like, well, actually, to, now, to be honest, I did the first like three 
although they're not in the order I recorded them. But I did the first three in one take, and then uh, there's some things I could have fixed, but I don't care. Uh, but the last two that I did, I did so badly, I had to jump at it, those things. Uh, it's like, nope. <laughs> uh, not Nope, that's not staying there at all. Like, I restarted. Uh, after a while, words just jumble in your head, you know? Actually, uh, during doing part two, if you look at the uh, unedited footage, uh, there are, there's at least once where I start beating my head against the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't pronounce words. Like, you know, two syllable words. They'll come out as gobbledygook. I've got a couple of those. I usually just let that go unless it's something really bad or I do it over and over again. No, it was a game term. I couldn't. I couldn't let it go. Uh, okay. Uh, well, one day we're going to get Shadow. When Shadow in 7th edition is released, we will have Shadow in 1st edition videos. Yes. Uh yeah, uh, what's in the... Oh, so the next one, thanks to Sherris, I can now do one on um, the West End Games version of Star Wars. Okay. Oh, that I, reminds me. Speaking of Sherris, did you get your package? No. Damn it. He said he sent it. He did. He, you should have gotten it Friday. Okay. Maybe he got blown away in Tennessee. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry for all the people who live in Tennessee. All right. Um, let's see. Anything else happened with me this week? I went back to work on Friday. You'd never know it. Why would you go back to work on the last day of the week? Because I was only using my user lose leave. Oh. That's how it worked out. I wasn't going to tap into my real leave. I'm saving that for user lose next year. Okay. Because <laughs> then, no matter what, like, oh, we need you here. It's user lose, man. Gotta go. <laughs> uh... Yeah, uh, what, what else? What else? Yeah, like I said, I was uh, supposed to work on taxes instead, made some videos, but I'm happy with the videos that I've been making, like like the, the theme of them, if not the actual videos themselves, they'll get better. Uh, I, I think it's a good theme for us to do. I think it was a good idea that Mr. Max had, and, uh, and I'm glad we're kind of pushing that forward. And it's been really interesting to try to tone it down to 10 minutes for me, because you know me. And mm. then somebody said, you should use slides. And I'm like, nope, if I have slides, that's going to be a 45 minute video. At least there's no way I'm getting around it. At least this way, I can just put up a page on the screen, not even look at it once I have it up there and then go off my notes. Because otherwise, uh, if I have slides, I'm going to be like, well, that line says this. I should probably explain this a little more. What? I don't see myself. You don't even see me on the videos. I don't Wait, even you, show myself. You don't even show your face in these videos? Why is that? No. It's just the book. Okay. All right. Well, I have slides. So there you go. For those of and, you who and, have a And have it's a more than fetish, 10 minutes. Yeah. And for those of you who have a slide fetish, I'm your daddy. <laughs> slide daddy. <laughs> Excuse me. Trying to think anything else, anything else. Uh, you had the Friday night stream. Shauner uh, Films came on. That was pretty cool. I was actually going to end that one a little early, and then he came on. I was like, well, not ending now. I'm trying to get back on a work schedule, because uh, like, even last night I went to bed at almost 1 in the morning. I'm like, this is, I'm going to be dead tomorrow. <laughs> this isn't working. But, uh, you know, tried, tried to pin him down a little bit on his uh, GMing style, and I don't know if that succeeded or not, but at least he had a chance to explain it. Um. And what else did we talk about? We just did, did a lot of just randomly answering chat type stuff. So that was pretty cool. Okay. Yep, that's all I got. All right, let's go to weird. Uh, let's go into what we're supposed to be talking about. Do, do, the, do the things and stuff. There you go. The things and stuff. 
RPGate, escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, organic diversity from natural inclusion. And when you trolls post stuff, I cannot get heathen dog to respond. <laughs> no, no, this it's not fair. It's not fair because uh, the, the the person who posted ag against uh, the the hashtag RPGate was purposefully missing the point. Literally every single time somebody counters this on Twitter, YouTube, or everywhere else. It's almost like a cut and paste, dude. I'm telling you, it's the same thing. I was tired that day and didn't want to respond anyway, but it's always the same responses. Anytime you see somebody complain about this, it's always those same responses. Yep. All right. You can follow us on Discord, Locals, Redbubble. Buy our stuff on Redbubble. Thank you to those of you who have been buying stuff. For those who think you're making me rich, though, because I had somebody send me a message. Hope you get rich from this. Nope, I got 53 cents from you. Thank you very much. But we do appreciate you getting the word out there and, and buying the stuff. Apparently, Ra Ra Rasputin wore his uh, Orc Lives Matter shirt to the pub and people liked it. That's nice. Good. Yep. I got a cough again, excuse me. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, trying to use the locals more. And of course, Discord, you know, I'm actually kind of happy with how our Discord's been moving considering the holidays are here and a lot of times just people go away for a month or two, but... Our Discord's been uh, still fairly active, so thank you very much. And of course, you can follow us website, Odyssey. Oh my god, I haven't answered anything on Odyssey in over a month. I'm sure there are people out there who are really angry. We'll get to you. I'll get to you. I promise. I'll get to you. I keep getting sidetracked. Make a whole show on it. Yeah, I'll make a whole show on just the two Odyssey comments. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and of course, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate, PayPal and Streamlabs is the best way to get the most bang for your buck because they take the least of your money before we see it. And, of course, we got the Friday night just chilling and talking RPG streams. I'm kind of making that a thing now. Wasn't sure if I was going to do that, but it's been going pretty well. What's weird is I get more viewers on that one than we get on this one, even after the fact. Which is sad. Which is sad, because I don't even have a topic usually when I go into Friday. I'm just like, all right, well, tonight we're going to do things. Um, yeah, um, but if you look at the views, the view counts for, for the Friday night chill streams are about almost twice what we get for RPG Digest. It's crazy. You, you know you know what the, the one signifying event about this one is, right? What's that? <laughs> There's no heathen dog. No, that's... God, what a dig! I'm getting all the digs in today. He's going to ban me soon. I'm sorry, heathen dog. Sorry. <laughs> he's going to punch me. Luckily, he's in Michigan, and he's freezing his ass off. By the way, we're like 60-some degrees out here. Went outside, Great. and it's nice and warm, and I was wearing shorts when I got my hair cut on Friday. You know what? I'd, I'd rather have that than the 120. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> I have a robot lawnmower. <laughs> and of course, Gatekeepers this week is going to be on Tuesday. I don't know what channel. I think it's Bruce's channel, but I don't know. People don't step up. Come on, Gatekeepers, step up and take charge. Be your own person. Take an episode uh, when it's on Tuesday. And it's going to cover cosmology in uh, tabletop role-playing games. And even within the gatekeepers, there seems to be a little bit of a, here, I'm going to take this off the screen here for a second and cough one more time. I'm not yeah. even sick. I just swallowed something badly this morning and it's been bugging me. Um, the cosmology thing isn't about, hey, Dragonlance has seven gods, you know, or seven good gods, seven neutral. No, it's not about that. Nobody cares about Kiri Jala. What, uh, what it's going to be more about is how these cosmologies and these faiths and these religions influence both the game lore and game mechanics so the fact that uh, for forgotten realms because the big one we've been touching on is forgotten realms it's like you have owl 
the God who you can't worship, you can't follow, but he's like the God's God. He's like the, you never see him. You never hear from him. He's just kind of there, but he's like the master of all gods. And then you have the different pantheons. You have the elven pantheon with uh, Corellian. You have the, uh, you know, the old ones pantheon with like the Egyptian gods. You, you know, you have all these different pantheons. You know, some game masters will say, or dungeon masters will say, uh, the Toro gods end here and the old gods start here. Some will say a god's a god's a god, mix it all up. Some will say, well, it's the same god, just different name. You know, there's just different ways yeah, that can influence Brahma type thing. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> How that can influence the world you know so so how does that influence a game or a setting what have you seen so of course i'm going to be talking about got to get my drink ready i'm going to be talking about earth dawn so i got a straw in there jesus there's my drink um and what i'm going to be talking about is earth dawn doesn't have gods heathen dog knows this he's played yep. earth dawn doesn't have gods it has passions and there's kind of a reason why they're called passions but uh, i'll get into that on that episode where they're not as much worshipped as they are venerated if you understand the kind of nuance between uh between that they're more lived um and how that works without spoiling too much is the fact that magic is around the entire world and so the big question is are the passions real or are they part of our mental makeup as like a collective magical consciousness and that's one of the things that is never directly answered but if if they're real how can they become corrupted if they're, if they're not, not or yeah, if they're not real, how can they become corrupted? I've got an answer for that. But uh, if they are real, okay, sure, they become corrupted. But then it's like, how, how does that presence, how does their presence work? You know, kind of avatars and so forth. So how the, but how that shapes the collective consciousness of the game. The other, the other idea I had was talking about the icons of uh, Coriolis. Uh, and and how because that's a sci-fi game you don't usually see a lot of religion in sci-fi games but this whole idea of the icons if you remember my combat example it's built into the game if you pray to the icons before you go into combat you You get you get bonuses so um so so think about talking about that as well and then heathen dog i'm trying to convince him uh to do because i know he knows call of cthulhu really well something very similar with call of cthulhu mythos. right uh technically uh the the mythos in call of cthulhu is religion i mean you uh, break down what a religion is uh, a group of people worshiping a being of greater power as as a, an, an all-knowing entity or, or, a, or a powerful entity that 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 can affect their lives basic boil it down to that that's a religion well then the mythos would be a religion sure but i contend and and i will explain this on the on the stream uh that it's more of an infection than 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 a religion it's a, it's it's a uh, it's a thought infection okay so yeah i'm going to talk about that cool all right so we don't know what channel it's going to be on i'm guessing bruce lombardo's but we'll find out later in the future and hopefully we have even more cosmologies than that and then ultimately it's just going to be about how these how these uh you know it's more about the gameplay. It's more about the game mechanics and the game lore. The, essentially, the setting and how all this stuff influences that. All right. I want to thank all of our monetary backers, our subscribers. Uh, affection or in uh, or infect? No, infection. Like as in it infects you, <laughs> like a bad cult. Oh wait. Uh, subscribe. We want to thank all of our people who give subscribe. Oh my god, I can't talk. Our subscribers and cheers from the Twitch side, our members and super chats from the YouTube side, our locals, backers, our Streamlabs, tippers, 
and those who donate via PayPal. Remember, those last two will get you the best bang for buck because uh, uh, Twitch takes 50% and YouTube takes 30% right off the top. And our awesome viewers, our followers, and our subscribers, our chatters, and our lurkers. Max forgot what? Oh, didn't mention my cat puke this morning. Well, I didn't clean it up. You did. I didn't have to remember. <laughs> it didn't happen to him. It happened to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although it did happen in my bedroom. Um, yeah. I thank all people in chat uh, today. And of course, if you don't want to give money to us, you can go back to one of the other videos and listen to Heathen Dog spiel on that one. Why you should give the money to us and not the Wounded Warrior. But it's that time of giving. So give to uh, uh, the Wounded Warrior Project if you want to give to a charity that uh, that is meaningful. And half of our super chats and so forth go to the giveaway, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And finally, 2022, Year Palladium Books. We're going to be talking a lot about Palladium games. Now, I want to just state up front here, because I've already had questions about this. The covers you see on this slide are not necessarily the games we're going to be covering, except for the first one. These are examples. It was just examples because of the covers I had saved on my hard drive. And I just, you know, and they're all Palladium games. We will, de we will decide what we want to cover as time goes on. We are going to start with the Mechanoids simply because that is what started Palladium. Figured that's where we're, uh, we'll start from yeah, there. And then we'll move the on. The first book, the, the first Palladium book was, was the first Mechanoids book. Yes. And it was something like what, 48 or 78, something with eight pages. I don't know. That's, it's part of this trilogy here. So yeah. I can open up the book and. Say okay, it ends on page fifty-eight if I want. Uh, but it has uh, a it has a typo like every three sentences. So that's awesome. Yeah. Also, yeah, um, as far as mechanoids go, you've never played mechanoids, have you? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, you have? Okay, I thought you said yes, you hadn't played it. You just knew of it. No. All right. No, no, I I played it one time, and and then I played it again in the the Rifts version. The, gotcha. The MDC version. Okay. Well, I have not played mechanoids, so okay. it's going to be great because it's going to be a you know a. A read through an overview however we decide to do that one plus you know i get to learn something you know where this all came from uh so i'll be prepared for that but the, the plan is i don't know if it's going to be all year we might get bored of it we might put some things in the middle like you know after we do a couple of these games say all right we're just repeating ourselves so we're going to put something in the middle and then come back to another one we like and we've been getting a lot of good suggestions we have one suggestion to compare palladium fantasy first edition to second edition i don't own first edition so and I don't yeah, plan I think on I have second edition as well. I don't plan on buying it because second edition is what I would run. Um, even though most of my like other books are revised first, so maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. Any, but I would. But see, I don't combine. I know you can, but I don't combine the different Palladium Megaverse worlds so much. Um, I kind of treat them more standalone. But uh, I'll definitely be covering either After the Bomb or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I haven't decided, but I'm not going to cover both. Even though I was, it was suggested that I compare After the Bomb. Or the two after the bomb books, uh, there's really nothing to compare, so I'm not going to do that. And uh, I, there's been a lot of talk about uh, is it Nightbane? I I did a thing on Nightbane. You did the Legion Myth live stream. Maybe we'll do. Uh, you know, do you only did one episode on that, right? Oh no, I I when I did a when I did a game, I usually did three. Okay, well, if we already did Nightbane, then then we won't touch it again. I know, I know, you did one episode on it. I didn't know if you did more. I have no desire, literally no desire, to do that stupid zombie apocalypse one. Sorry, I just I hate zombie apocalypse and like zombies. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't stand them. If enough people cry, I mean, uh, suggest that uh, we should do it. Uh, you know, I'll suffer through it. But I would rather do Beyond the Supernatural mm. because 
I know what Beyond the Supernatural is. Never played a game, never read the novels. That would be much more interesting to me, but we'll see. Anyway, whether it's Heroes Unlimited, I'm sure we'll do some Rift stuff too. The Rifts is going to be tough though, because Heathen Dog has done so many videos on Rifts. Um, I, I don't know where to start and where to end. It's, uh, you know, I don't know if we can do like a page through or over. Well, you over. know what? We, we, we can do a chronology type thing. You know, we, we could do a, a Palladium Fantasy. And then, you know, later, and then we can do Ninjas and Super Spies. Then we can do Heroes Unlimited. Then we can do um, Ninjas and Super Spies is all you. That's another one I don't really like. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, I like it. And then we could do, you know, um, crap. Uh, Robotech, After the Bomb, then Chaos. No, Chaos Earth. No, no, After the Bomb, then then Chaos Earth, because they're, they're kind of like uh, one or the other in chronology. I think Chaos Earth is actually a better, even though you did a video on that, I think you only did one. I think Chaos Earth might be the best way to go instead of a full Rifts thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do the Ninjas and Super Spies thing. It's just, I'm not a big fan of it. I didn't show you this, though. Okay. And uh, Darthik, uh, I don't remember, was Archie in Mechanoids. Archie was, was in, uh, was introduced. Oh, that's nice. And I don't like Southern Cross or the Invin Invasion at all. They're just... Oh. See, now you're a bad person. Actually, I don't like Southern Cross either, but Invent Invasion is the best one. Yeah. I want to get I need to get the Sentinels book. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but uh, Archie was introduced in Riffs, uh, Source Book One. And then the Mechanoids was Source Book Two. So yeah, Ar Archie is or is a Riffs thing. But he uh, but he was he was a prime mover in uh in the Mechanoid Source Book Two for Riffs. Well, and we'll find out when we read through Mechanoids if he's part of that one. I still haven't read through he's the not, book yet. He's not. No, uh, okay. Archie uh, was was first introduced in Rifts, and uh, his background was fleshed out in Chaos Earth. But uh, he was not in the original Mechanoids, no. I do like the idea of starting with uh, Mechanoids because it's the first game, and then Palladium Fantasy because it goes back in time. I, I think that's the best way. After that, I think we're just going to play it by ear. Uh, if, if, if your, um, if your system there works out for us, awesome. You know, we might find something else, uh, you know, we'd rather do or games or get bored of them. I don't know, but, uh, really want to focus on palladium. Uh, Sean or Dion or uh, Sean or film said that, uh, he's like, a lot of people are doing palladium now. Uh, I haven't noticed that I've, there are a couple people who've just always done palladium who keep talking about it that I see, but I haven't seen anybody new pick it up. At least of the people that I watch, which to be fair, isn't a lot, um, but if that's the case, then, you know, maybe 5e is finally losing uh, some steam. And because of the announcements that uh, Palladium Books has made about having, you know, the generally the successor to Kevin Simbita being uh, identified and whatnot. Maybe that's maybe that's why people are liking it. But I want to do it because we have both you and I have so many of these games and have played it, you know, in so many different ways and different times throughout our lives. Yeah, I, I have I have the weight of my son in Palladium Books. And I haven't been able to use them all. <laughs> so this would be great. Hello, GM's Elcove. And who did I miss? Sir Coffee, thank you for being here. All right. Are we ready to start segment one? I think we, we wasted, we've droned on enough, wasted enough yep. time. All right. For segment one today, we have decided to, uh, to get silly. Uh, we've decided, you know, hey, it's December. It's the end of the year. It's the time for cheer. It's the time for merriment, mirth, and all those other weird words that people like to say only at this time of year. Uh, and uh, it's like, just want to, you know, uh, wrap it up a notch. And so we're going to talk about Toon. I can't think of any other time that we would ever talk about this game. So. No. 
<laughs> so I think it's a, uh, uh, and we'll get through the first book today. We'll get through another book next week. And, you know, I don't even know if we're going to stream the week after that. We'll find out. Yeah, it's a day after Christmas. Probably not. I might. But Heathen Dog has family obligations. <laughs> Stupid family. Why'd you ever get one of those? Eh, <laughs> right. I don't have to work anymore. I thought it was a good deal. Uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you win on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial. We will deviate and go off topic and onto weird tangents, things that don't make sense. And like you will did. enjoy it. Like we just did. <laughs> Please follow us on Discord, Locals, and buy our merch. There are five examples below there, but there are a lot more than just those. We have 30 different items that you can... Uh, or not items, designs you can choose from, including Heathen Dog's favorite, right on this edge there. Players are the natural enemy of a good story. Player agency, not allowed. Boom. <laughs> and follow and subscribe with notifications to our website, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate money to us, PayPal and Streamlabs is by far the best way to do it. Otherwise, you're paying to the corpse. You're paying to the man. And of course, we have coming up our 3,000 subscriber giveaway which I have to, apparently I have legal obligations to say things like, uh, no, we are not shipping this to overseas, Alaska, or Hawaii, but we will ship it to APO, FPOs. So, hey, if you have an APO, FPO address in Hawaii or Alaska, you're good. Uh, but what we are going to do for our international backers is uh, gift cards, something like that, probably drive through RPG gift cards. Hmm. At least we can give you something. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to parse every person who lives overseas and doesn't. Let's put it this way. If you live in the States, you can earn one of these hard covers. If you don't live in the States, well, you, can, you have the potential to get a, uh, a gift card. Yeah, uh, well, buy your own uh, gift card. But uh, I'm not going to kick out the people from the States for that one because I just, I'm not going to like try to get everybody's address. <laughs> just doesn't work that way. All right. And I still haven't decided how we're going to do that giveaway. <laughs> loves him some tune. I could see you running tune. I actually could. Yeah, I... I never played this game. I read it years ago and I'm like, yeah, nah. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. I mean, I didn't like um all of the the cartoony movies. Uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the one with uh Brad Please, Willie. Yeah. The 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 more adult one that had Brad Pitt in it, I think, and somebody yeah, else. I bought this book in 1991. Good for you. I ran it one time. Okay. Since then, it has not come off my shelf. <laughs> other, <laughs> than to move, until, other than to move around the world. Um, yeah, uh, I'm with Heathen Dog in this. I did run it. Cool world. Thank you, Violence. See, now you can't ban him anymore. Well, no, I still can. That means nothing. <laughs> but, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I mm. It's not me. It's not how I game. It's not how my brain works. It's not how I think. I like the idea of it. Conceptually, I think you know, I, I want more people to play games like this, especially the way they play D&D 5e now. Uh, I, I absolutely am happy the game exists. You don't want me running it. You don't want me playing it. I am not wacky and silly in that regard. It's just not not me. But I do know some people who could play it. And I'll tell you right now that the, the one time I ran the game, uh, and this was... 91, 92, because it was before I joined the Air Force, but I think after I graduated high school, um, it didn't go well. <laughs> didn't go well at all, because everybody, we're all D&D &D players, you know, and everybody took it too seriously. 
I took it too seriously as the game master. They took it too seriously as the players. They were getting angry in the game. You're not supposed to get angry in this game. No. no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> HD pants are the equivalent of hugs from other people. <laughs> wow. I have uh, properly set the bar. <laughs> so, but we're going to talk about it because to be fair, I still think it is, you know, actually, uh, I can do this swap this around because i think it is a fun game i think it's a game that should get a little bit more recognition and if this is your thing if you like cartoons if you want to do you know you don't want to do the serious uh role playing this is a great game to get into especially if you have kids want to bring back the old foghorn leghorns and so forth you know captain caveman captain caveman captain caveman (laughs) i probably just scared all the cats yeah uh yeah, this is not Nomar Hawkman before you even type it up. And it's not for Thundar. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thundar was not a joke. Yeah. Well, no, it was a joke, but not like that. Uh, sorry. Uh, all right. Let's uh, full screen this thing and let's start paging through. Now, good news is this. You can see probably the 212 up here. Most of this book are just a bunch of adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Yik, I think that's it. Let's put that on the screen. Where is it? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's kind of why we're doing it this time of the year, too. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. You put that in everywhere. Happen. Oh, it's either that or it'd be Tomato Thunder Barbarian. I don't know. Tomato people. All right. Which you can do in this game. All right. Yes. Let's, uh, let's scroll through. Oh, there's the back cover. Let's get silly. Tune. And I am going to actually zoom in on this. Boop. Okay. Yeah. And we're just going to start right in. Again, most of this book is actually adventure, so we will get through the entire thing today because we're not going to read it word for word. We're just going to kind of go over it and talk what it is. So it is set in the crazy world of cartoons where anything can happen. The laws of physics work only when you notice them. Um, I'm only invisible when people don't look at me. No, no, that they, they don't mean that. They mean uh, all of the times where where Wiley Coyote was was chasing the Roadrunner and the, the cliff fell out. He didn't fall until he realized that right. he wasn't standing on anything. Then he fell. Well, let's see, the, the Roadrunner is too stupid to, to uh, understand yeah. the law of gravity. So, yeah, the Roadrunner is too dumb to notice anything, so physics doesn't work on it. Or her. Is it a her? I don't care. Okay. Gender neutral is he. Anybody says otherwise, a bad person. Um, a special message for experienced role players. Yeah, let, let's, let's actually read this part here. Toon isn't like any other role-playing game you've ever known. In most RPGs, the idea is to plot and plan, to think before you act, and to make sure your character survives, thrives, and becomes more proficient at everything he or she does. Forget all that! Survival? Who cares? You can't die, so you've got nothing to lose by jumping right in and having fun. And we'll talk about that later. It's actually true. You cannot die in this game. Think before you act? No way! If you take the time to think every action through, the game will get bogged down and nobody will have any fun. Action in a tuned game should be fast, insanely fast. Remember... You're supposed to be a cartoon character. When was the last time you saw a cartoon character do something logical? Act before you think. Here's something else that's special about Toon. Doesn't matter how stupid, weak, or inept your character is. Poor die rolling doesn't mean a bad character. Half the fun in Toon is failing. That's a message for Heathen Dog. Half the yeah. fun is failing. Right. 
because of the silly things that can happen when you fail. So bad characters are just as much fun, maybe even more fun than good characters. And th that's what I'll say happened in the game that I was that I ran back in the 90s is yeah. they took it too seriously. And when things started happening, because you will be competitive with each other, because the first adventure in the game is actually part of the introduction of the game. They took that crap. I'm telling you, they took that crap way too seriously. Like you're a cartoon character. Who cares? He shot me. I'm going to. Uh, OK, dude. Uh, so to in repeat, a world where no one can die, being shot is not that offensive. It's still a numbers game. Like they, they want to show my numbers are better than your numbers kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. Plus, you know, it's high school angst. What do you want? So to repeat, forget everything you know and act before you think. And that's the hardest part of yes. playing this game. There you go. Look at the, the Garfield wannabe reading the book. Garfield with a mohawk. Or is that Heathcliff? I don't know. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, so unsure. Terrified the Stop neighborhood. It. Nope. <laughs> okay. What the heck does that mean? All right. So when you play uh, when you play this game, uh, Tune, you're rolling 2d6 for the most part. Actually, I think for the all part. But uh, it's pretty much you're rolling 2d6. So uh, sometimes you'll get to make a special tens and one dice roll. That's when uh, you say, uh, actually, I didn't read this. Oh, yeah, it's, 11, it's, a D, it's D66 in modern terms. So everything is going to be a D6 of some sort. So uh, and you don't run into these too much. This is more. These are more chart rolls, kind of like uh, Forbidden Lands does it and right. less about actual rolls in the game. So now we'll slow down and we'll talk. Wow. Noro. So we'll talk about the characters. There are four attributes. Each character, each. There you go. Each, not each. Each character has four attributes. Numbers that describe his or her basic abilities. These are muscles, zips smarts and chutzpah you don't have to do that ever again by the way oh again see heathen dog doesn't know how to have fun he doesn't know how to be a super bunny no it's just i really hate that word oh okay well it says it right there i know i gotta read it okay so i uh, muscle is simply how strong the character is no kidding zips includes what's that i said no that that's that's pretty obvious Zip includes speed, alertness, dexterity, and coordination. Smarts is just what it sounds like. Intelligence, knowledge, that sort of thing. Because that sounds intellectual when you say that sort, that of, sort thing. of thing. Yeah, it's funny. And Chut's path is how pushy your character is. For all you New Yorkshire, it's... Uh, what? Yeah, you see? It says it right here. It even says it's a rule in the game. Like it's spelled, except that the CH is pronounced like you're clearing your throat. <laughs> Yeah. It's a rule in the game. It's written in the book. It must be done. Nope. Uh, character with lots of hootspot has a lot of nerve. You have a lot of nerve. Right, character sheet. Um, character sheet. Let me go to the end so you can see what it looks like. That page. Oh, nope, that's errata. Here we go. You can see it's a very simplified character sheet. You're going to have some hit points. You'll have to draw a picture of yourself there. Plot points. You'll have some possessions, which, yep, eight is. That's the number description of your character and we'll get to the skills in a little bit but that's it there's your character sheet nice and simple everything's a d6 i forgot what page i was on uh, pdf oh, page there. eight ten yeah uh for here ten yeah uh so look at some more of the see yeah that now that right there is not something you want to do in one of my games that'll get you killed but you can't die in this game, so it's a perfectly valid technique for doing whatever you want. <laughs> That'll get you falling down. <laughs> there you go. 
All right. So the first adventure is Tune Olympics, and it gets you started with the game. I think it's a very good introductory adventure because it cuts out a lot of the extra stuff and just teaches you how to roll some dice. Just teaches you. Uh, what, what did my fault say? Do you? Do you really? What was that to? Uh, could have been to Mar Hawkman. Oh. I don't know. Uh, all right. Moving on to skills. Use skills to do things to other characters. <laughs> it directly says two other characters. It doesn't yeah. say in the game. It says two oh. other characters. <laughs> they use their own skills to do things to you. Some skills can also be used against... And I just like the way it's written. It's like, preparing you. Hello. Things are going to happen. Uh, some skills can also be used against inanimate objects, rocks, lampshades, walls, and so on. Uh, in tune, you have 23 different skills. Each has a number or level between 1 and 9, which tells you how good you are with that skill. And you will roll 2d6. Plus if the you... level. Nope. No? Nope. Roll 2d6, and you want to roll under your level, or equal to or under your level. Huh. So okay. if, you have, if you have a skill of 6, you will roll 2d6, and you want to get a 6 or less. Now, is it a 6 or less, or is it a 5 or less? 6 or less. Okay. So here, for example, if you oh, want no, to throw I see a... it right here. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. Fighting. One of the most important skills in Toon Cartoon Olympics and all through Toon is the fight skill. Why? Because you know what? 1950s and 60s cartoons always had people making these little clouds of pow, pow, pang, youch. Uh, it's got a very interesting mechanic for fighting, though. Interesting in the Minnesota way. <laughs> If both of you make your fight roll, you both miss. If both of you miss or, or fail your fight roll, you both miss. Only when one person rolls a success, I can't talk, a success, and the other person rolls a fail, then damage occurs. And the way I explain that is, and maybe the book even does, but the way I explain that is like, if you both make your fight roll, you're still dodging and weaving and so forth or, or whatever. You, you're still in this cloud, just, yeah. you know, rolling around this, each other. This is, this is the cloud of uncertainty. Yes. Nothing is resolved until the cloud disappears. You don't know what happened until you see it. Yep. And until someone fails a fight roll and someone succeeds a fight roll, you're still in the cloud. So that, that means your, your state of being is uncertain. It's all, it's all very quantum. Yeah, quantum. <laughs> quantum fighting. Toon has quantum fighting. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, now, doing damage. For the most part, when you do damage, it's a D6. Almost all damage in this game is a D6. There are some that are more. Uh, a 2D6, especially if you fall from something really high, like Wile E. Coyote. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's, uh, let's actually read this. Uh, whenever you hit other characters or run over them, blow them up. Or what's a, what's a defenestrate? I never even heard that word before. That's throwing something out a window. Oh, really? Yeah, that's exactly that. what it means. Awesome. Throwing See, out a window. I got edumacated today. <laughs> uh, or you do damage. The amount of damage determined by rolling dice, usually by rolling just one die. The number rolled is the number of hit points the character loses. Uh-oh. What are hit points? We haven't talked about hit points yet, like that the book recognizes that. Hit points determine how much damage your character can take. Every character starts off with 6 plus 1d6 hit points. Falling down! This is death. And cats have nine of them. Waiting three minutes. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, in the world of cartoons, nobody ever dies, they just fall down. When you take more hits of damage than you had hit points to start with, you fall down. Which is bad. 
but not very bad. In cartoons, all sort of terrible things happen to characters, but they bounce right back in the next scene. In Toon, characters who fall down return to the game after sitting out for just three minutes. That's worth repeating. When you fall down, you're not dead. Sorry, my, my wife's in here bothering me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, in Toon, characters fall down, return to the game. Oh, sorry. Uh, when you fall down, you're not dead. You're just out of the game for three minutes. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, if the game is being played by the animator, which, by the way, the animator is the, the game, game master. Uh, and one player, you can ignore the three-minute time last because that would just be weird. Yeah, hey, everyone's just dog. sitting doing nothing for three minutes. No, you can't go pee because that doesn't take up your time. Uh, nope. <laughs> after three minutes, you're back in the game. You'll be exactly where you fell down unless other characters move you. And you'll have all of your hit points back. Now, one of the things that uh, I learned in my one time of running this game is that the game suggests that you play with three people. Okay. Uh, at least for the first adventure. I disagree with that, but but I get why. It makes sense, at least for the introductory adventure, because a lot of things happen in pairs. So it just makes more sense. I will tell you that the game, from my perspective, was more fun by having too many characters, as long as the players know how to be silly and respect each other. By respect each other, I mean... Uh, not getting into arguments, not over because you have to respect the game as well. Not overthinking everything and and uh, uh, not just cutting everybody off, letting heathen almost in an improv way where I let heathen dog do the weird thing he wants to do, because in the cartoon sense, he needs to do that. Uh, the, the two player thing almost seems adversarial. If that makes sense. That's just my take. OK. Other skills. The same way you roll to fight, you roll for other skills. Sure. I mean, pretty simple. I'm telling you, this game's really simple. We're almost done with the game. <laughs> Are you ready? ready for segment two? Um, and running works just like fighting. If someone's chasing you, that is. Um, uh, did you, I skip running? If, oh, I shouldn't have skipped this because this is yeah, important. If, if, if you, you, you roll running, uh, both players roll, uh, make, make run rolls. Mm -hmm. And if both succeed, nothing happens. You don't, you know, the the person running away doesn't get caught. Yep. Uh, the the person chasing doesn't catch. If you both fail, same thing. Now nothing happens until one person wins and one person loses. I love spy, spy versus, versus spy. spy. Yes, think of it like that. Those I spies should have been dead like eighteen different ways <laughs> after the first comic, right? I love spy versus spy. Yeah, but they just keep coming back. It's it's the exact same thing. Yep. Um. Now throwing, use throw a skill. Uh, first of all, the animator must decide whether the character is strong enough to throw the particular object. Object. Uh, there are ways around that. It is a cartoon, but uh, yes, we haven't gotten to that yet. Well, you do have a strength stat, though, yes. so you do kind of have to utilize that. That's but, your basic yeah. thing, but later but there's on, still right. But there's still a sense of fun as well. Now, you don't want a character to that has a two strength to pick up a boulder and throw it at everything because that character already has high stats somewhere else. So that's kind of like, come on now. Now you're just trying to go too far. At the same time, you want to remember to have fun. Don't get all serious about exactly how much weight you can lift. If it makes sense for your little two-strength mouse to do it, do it. Dodging. When you're the target of a successful throw roll, you roll two dice and compare your... Uh, Sorry, compare the roll to your dodge skill. If you make your dodge roll, you manage to duck out of the way. Notice that this isn't... Uh, contested 
or an opposed yeah, it, role. It doesn't matter if the person succeeded in hitting you. If, if, if he did, that just means you have to make your role and not care about him because then nobody wins. If he didn't, then it doesn't matter what you roll because right. then both both people, either both of you fail, which means nothing happens, or you win and he loses, which means you dodge. So the, exactly. it's really defender's advantage at that point. If you have a high dodge skill. Yeah. If you have a low dodge skill, then eh. <laughs> maybe not. You're right. but Because yeah. you have to roll a three or less. You're like, uh oh, <laughs> you know, uh, now fast talk is where I found that people get into a lot of trouble because there are people out there who think they are much funnier. And think they're better at fast talk than they really are. <laughs> this is the skill for the person that you hang out with that always makes you laugh. This is not the skill for Max Liao. And, and I say that because even though some people said, oh, Max can sell ice to an Eskimo, it isn't about selling. It's about well, being yeah. interesting. No, it, the, I want to explain it just like this. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season. Bugs Bunny successfully makes a fast talk roll by switching it up and making, making uh, Daffy Duck say duck season fire. Yes. That is a uh, that is an example of a successful fast talk role and an example of a fast talk resist failure. Right. Go and that you... way. Don't don't try and use logic. Don't try and and use facts. That's stupid. That's a way to get the, the to get the animator to drop an anvil on your head just to try and wake <laughs> you up. All right? No. Oh, it has to be ridiculous and guttural. It has to be just just visceral and immediate. The stupider and sillier it is, it probably the better it is for the game. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'll use this last paragraph here. It says, you can try to fast talk someone into something over and over until you fail. Once you fail, that character will never fall for that line. For example, let's say Mac the Mouse fast talks Fred Bulldog into jumping off the cliff. A few minutes later, the two characters find themselves atop that cliff again. Mac can talk Fred into jumping again. Remember, Funny things come in threes. <laughs> if he makes the fast talk roll, Fred will jump again. And Matt could try again later in the adventure, but if he fails, Fred will be immune to that line of fast talk for the rest of the game. No, sir. Not going to do it. No, I'm not. You cannot make me jump off of this cliff again. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so, uh, resist fast talk, as Heathen Dog already brought up. Since you brought it up, you want to read this one? Sure. If you've been fast talk successfully, this is your chance to save yourself. Try to roll your resist fast talk skill or less on two dice. If you succeed, you'll come to your senses before you do anything dumb. Otherwise, you'll be at your opponent's mercy. It, the, the whole game is set up like this. One person has to win. One person has to lose for any action to happen, for the most part. Yeah. For any action to happen. So it doesn't, he, it's not that someone succeeded against you. Is that it's more like you failed yourself. <laughs> Nobody you does anything to you in this game. You screwed up and let it happen. And and don't take it personally. God, I no. say that so much only because I saw that. That That's my experience with the game is people took it personally. It was like playing Monopoly when you, you know, or, or not Stratego, what's, uh, or Risk. Why are you going after me, man? God, you know, that person's over, you know, it's like, no, it's a no, freaking Dude, I need a card. I need a card. <laughs> right? It's not about you. Uh. Fire gun, the last skill you'll need in Cartoon Olympics, remember, this is the adventure, and yep. they're only giving you a few skills to use that adventure, is, uh, uh, sorry, is uh, fire gun. 
In order to aim, fire gun, and hit an unmoving target, you simply roll against your fire gun skill. If you make the roll, you hit your target. If you're being shot at, you can try to dodge to get out of the way. Wait, if you make a dodge roll, you don't get hit. Look, yes, bullets are speed of whatever. It's a cartoon. How many times did, uh, did uh, Yosemite Sam shoot at something before he finally hit it? Did he a ever lot. hit it? Did he ever? Uh, so that's all you need for, uh, for the Cartoon Olympics when we go through that. And we will actually, spoilers, we are going to spoil that adventure for you. But that's because it's the introductory adventure, not all the other ones in the back. There are like 10 in the back of the book. There are a whole ton of adventures in this book. Um, plot points. Plot points are pretty much your experience points. There you go. You know, experience points from other games. The animator. Um, Heathen Dog's the animator, so he can read this. Okay. Part storyteller, part referee. All right. Oh, storyteller. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. You're telling a cartoon a story. The, this is, this isn't, this is a game game. All right. So yes, there has to be an overall story for, for the, for the hijinks to ensue. Even if the story goes so far, actually you hope the story goes so far off the rails that. Yes. Yes. I mean, the, this is, this is a, this is the only game where player agency really is great because you want the players to screw with each other because it's more funny but basically if you read this book you'll understand that everything done here is for the enjoyment of the game master well i'd that's say the enjoyment of the players as well no, no that's secondary <laughs> okay. absolutely secondary the animator is is the one who has to be who has to be tickled you know i mean you are animating job. it so it's your story right exactly right <laughs> You you are dancing in the animator's hand, but you can do whatever you want because it doesn't matter. You can't ruin the animator's story. If I if I don't want you to go into a place that I don't want you to go, I can literally hit you with train tracks. I can put the world on rails. I could drop you in a train. All right, that doesn't matter, and it's completely legal because it's a it's a, it's a cartoon. You know, I can drop an anvil on your head whenever oh, I want to. So, so the whole drawing thing, there's actually a power for that. Uh, you actually have to buy the power, which we'll get into our stick that we'll get into later. But you can do that. You can do the whole draw on a cliff face and you run through it and then Wiley Coyote hits it, you know. Yep. Yep. Non-player characters are not bound by oh, wait, action system. Okay. An action is defined as everything a player says he or she is doing up to the point where they try a skill roll. Each player can do as much as he or she wants, but once a player makes a skill roll, it's the next player's turn to say what he or she is doing. If another player has to make a skill roll because of what you did, that doesn't count as an action for that second player. It's a response to your action. So you can you can uh, hold up the entire game by the rules and just monologue up until yeah. you make a skill action. A, a good animator is going to say enough of that. Yeah, yeah, that that that's when the anvil comes, you know, like whatever. <laughs> you go, you're talking to it, boom. Boom. Okay, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> you know, like that. But uh, you uh, you can. You forgot. Up... You forgot one step. What's you that? Forgot one step. What's that? The walking like an accordion. Oh, yeah. You have to do that <laughs> right after your three minutes. You have to walk like an accordion. Then you have to blow yourself up with your thumb to get yourself in the right shape, and then you're good. <laughs> yep. But. Uh, this this gives the player the ability to set up something. You can talk as much as you want before you make an action so you can set it up. Like mm -hmm. the rabbit season, duck season, you know, that was a long setup for a payoff yep. at the end. So it gives the players the ability to set up gags. 
That's why you can talk as much as you want before you roll without wasting an action. Because there is no wasting. It's a setup for a gag. Each of your actions, consider them to be jokes and the roll, the punchline. If you're playing correctly. Uh, Yes, I said those words. I've been getting hit on a lot by some people about saying if you're playing the way the book wants you to play, it allows you to set up a gag the the entire day and make one roll at the end of the day for the payoff. And that's fine. That's it. That's in the rules. Now, the animator, again, can hit you with a bus or an anvil or have the world crack open and suck you in if you're being a douche about it. But other than that, yeah, we want you to to set up your gag to mm-hmm. make it to make it an elaborate mouse trap of nonsense for for a completely ridiculous payoff at the end that's great. Well, you said something very important there what's that nonsense the yes. other thing that i saw when i ran the game were people uh how do i say this they were trying to be too intellectual mm. like trying to tie it but it's almost like when you try to tie a quote back to a movie nobody else has seen it's like right uh, what what just happened there? It was so funny because of blah blah blah. If you have to explain your joke, it's not funny. Remember no, that. No, lowest common denominator. Yes, that is what 1970s and 80s Saturday morning cartoons were. Lowest common denominator. You know, if if you want to play an intellectual game, try that one. This ain't it. All right, <laughs> you're going for slap. You're going for you're going for slapstick. You're going you're going for for. Uh, uh, Pratt falls. You're you're going for uh for uh, uh mistaken identity gags. You know all that kind of stuff. That's what you're looking for, and that's what the animator wants to see. Yep. Oh, that it's one also- says for animators only. Week we can't. La la la. Nope. Well, no, 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 no. This highlighted part here. It's also the animator's job to give out plot points. Yes. To repeat. And- mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Uh, uh, players get plot points for achieving the goals of an adventure. In this case, for winning events. That's for the, the Olympics that we'll get into in a second. They also get plot points each time they do something especially insane, funny, or clever. Yes. Use, funny. use your setup. Use your setup before your roll to set up the most insane <laughs> gag. And then you make your roll. Now, if, if you hit your gag, boom, you'll probably get a plot point. Great. Fart jokes, my fault. Yes, fart jokes are great. You have to set them up properly to get the right laugh but if at the end of the setup, like, like rick and morty season one when he is farting all over nathan fillion there you go <laughs> well, no, i'm not season one season three episode season, one yeah no i get i get with their in, inside the brainscape thing yeah I get yeah it. yeah yep <laughs> all right for animators only if you're one of the players in cartoon olympics stop reading here you're going to be an ant- animator keep going Animators should read through the whole adventure below. So we're going to get into the adventure here. Uh, anytime you're not sure. Now, this is a little interesting thing here that I think is great for keeping things going. Stop trying to be real. Stop trying to have things make sense. And I'm going to tell you, this is one of the areas where I really bombed because I tried to make things make sense because it's the way my brain works. But anytime you're not sure how an NPC re- will react or what's going on to happen next, reduce the situation to a yes, no question. Do the monkeys like banana daiquiris? Does the concession stand sell popcorn? Roll just roll D6 and a one, two, three, the answer is yes, and a four, five, six, the answer is no. It's called the 50% rule. It's really handy. I was like, well, would it make sense for him to have, you know? Well, I mean, it is a stadium, so there would be concessions. No, roll and have fun. Even if it doesn't make sense at all. And that's the answer that comes up. That's what makes a lot of this fun. Yeah. That, yeah. As a matter of fact, that can be the gag. I mean, of course monkeys would like banana daiquiris, right? I mean, they're made out of bananas. 
no, these monkeys don't like banana daiquiris because they, they don't like your 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 human centric or or mouse centric stereotypes get, getting in the way so they purposely get away from banana daiquiris because they don't want to be pigeonholed because they've been <laughs> pigeonholed by those pigeons before and it hurt and and Dumb i got it like that i've got to do it i know he's already posted that event for another chat but i no i've never heard of tune do tell <laughs> just messing with you uh Hello, hello, Albert. Thank you for coming by. Yes, we're talking about Tune because we're going to end this year off on some fun things. Oh, was it? Or maybe they just don't like to act. Oh, nope, too much mm. thinking. Nope, nope. Too much there, thinking. There, yep. there is a ridiculous reason for everything. Yes. You have to reach, reach for the stupid in this game. The absolute most nonsensical answer is the right answer. That's the only way to play this game. That's it. Now, this is a perfect setup scene. We're about to start a race. You've got our Russian hippotamus, yep, and our our New York Brooklyn accent. By the way, you know it was the '80s and '90s. You got the cigarette. I love it uh, with your Brooklyn accent mouse right there, and they're gonna race. Who do you think is gonna win? At this point, I think the mouse is simply because the hippotamus is gonna be dead. Well, it's gonna be shot. <laughs> Uh, fair yeah um now which some things you could do right here is you could fast talk this uh this mole out of the gun if you make a good fast talk roll if you're entertaining and interesting enough make your fast talk roll you could take the gun and shoot the mouse actually it'd probably be the other way around the mouse would probably because you know he's the one with the attitude right yeah uh but yeah anywho so easy way to run this adventure is with one animator and two players we already kind of mentioned that let's scroll down location it's any town any dome Let's look at our characters for just, oh, no, object the adventure first. Then we'll look at our characters. The object of the adventure. The cartoon characters will compete in three different events. By the way, if this is spoiler alerts for you, sorry. This is the introductory adventure to get you to learn how to play the game. Kind of like what you have at the beginning of Beckney D&D. Uh, there will be a boxing match. They can try their fighting skills. A javelin toss will have them use their throwing skills and will be followed by a foot race so they can use their run skills. Essentially, it's all physically oriented, but you are there to add in the hijinks. The right. winner of each event gets a plot point character with the most plot points at the end of the contest will win a shiny nude Fenord motor sports car. That's right, Fenord. From the Great White Nord. Yep. Now let's look at our characters. Mac the Mouse. Uh, can you do a Brooklyn accent? Nope. Oh. Can you do Mac the Mouse anyway? Because <laughs> I'm going to do the hippopotamus. Okay, Mac is a cigar-smoking mouse from Brooklyn. He's bigger and tougher than most mice. Ordinarily, he wears no clothing, but during the Cartoon Olympics, he'll wear a track outfit and gripe about it because comic book code. Uh, beliefs and goals. Mac loves to con other characters out of their possessions and brag about it. He has a homicidal hatred of cats and birds. Give him a gun and he gets trigger happy. Okay, now. How dare you tell me how to play my character? Shut up. This is to help you to, to get into the idea that you are someone else and you are allowed to do stupid things. Mm -hmm. And your, your gun funny skill is, he... is not very great for being trigger-happy. <laughs> Apparently, that... you didn't take lessons. But that's what's awesome about it. Look at his hit points, though. He's got max that hit points. Is crazy. But he's still going to shoot you first, ask questions later. Yep, yep. Um, that, <laughs> that, that's the thing. If you have a gun in your hand, you're going to use that rather than talk. Now, the hippopotamus, Olga. Hippanova. <laughs> Olga's very Hippo large. Hippopopanova. <laughs> Hippopopanova. Yeah, Hippopopanova. Hippopovna. 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 Well, Ovna, I mean, as somebody who speaks Russian, it'd be uh, Opovna. 
Popovna. Okay. Popovna. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Olga's very large Russian. Heavy. I'm sorry. Very large. Very heavy Russian hippopotamus. She is full-time athlete, though she'd never admit it because of her unibrow. So she always wears track clothes. Adidas always the best. She tells everyone she's a ballerina. Oh God. <laughs> she they always ballerina gag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She always walks on hind legs. Olga believes in everything better in Russia. She will constantly complain about shabby little Inidom. Stupid capitalism. <laughs> the bad weather, the bad food. She'll try to commit all sorts of mayhem in secret and then blame anything that happens on another character. Which, he's the perfect foil. Yeah. So, alright. And you can see that she can resist fast talk pretty well. Just as well as, as the other one can do it, yeah. Yeah. Um, not so good at running, though. <laughs> or, oh god, don't give her the gun. Nope. <laughs> Bad idea. She literally can only roll one result to successfully fire a gun. Yep. You're rolling 2d6 for everything, so the minimum roll you could possibly do is a 2. Yep. And that's the only thing that, that actually gets her a success in shooting a gun. I never thought about that. How does a skill of 1 work? It like, if you only put 1 point into the skill. It doesn't. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't work. Maybe, uh, yeah, because... Wait a second. Your uh, attributes, I didn't read that your attributes uh, fit into this. Did you? Did where, I miss something? Did say that? No, I, I never read that when you're rolling a skill that it's a you know, skill point plus attribute. Oh, that, okay. I, I Did you read that? Nope. Um, start with the fight doing damage, unless it's later. Oh, we haven't got to the actual, all the skills yet. So yeah, maybe we haven't even gotten the skills, yeah. Uh, it just says fight, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we, we're we're not making characters yet, so they didn't have to introduce how the how the sausage is made. Basically, they just right, gave us right. the character sheets and said go. From Herman and Catnip cartoon, I don't know that. Every time I think, I don't know. There's just something weird. Every time I see a mouse, I think of Top Cat. I don't even really? think there are mice in Top Cat. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, all right. So, opening scene. Welcome to Cartoon Olympics. Oh, welcome to the Cartoon Olympics. The banners are flying high over any town, any dome. The weather's beautiful and the crowd is waiting eagerly for the opening ceremonies to get underway. The start of the sporting events of the century is just moments away. The torch is about to be lit. Oop, watch out. Watch Ouch! Yep. And you got something running there. The first event is the boxing match. So this is, a, and, and the reason these uh, little adventures are, are, are these, these scenes are put in here is just to give you an idea of what can happen in the game because i don't think myself included fully understands the scope of what you can do in a game like this you see a boxing ring in a boxing match and the first thing you think is like okay it's gonna be ding that person's got a better fight skill i'm gonna lose blah 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 no there's no no no, just... no no yeah there, there's a completely other way to do it like like uh for example uh olga's fight skill is eight yep and max fight skill is eight they're equally matched Oh, now, yeah. if if Mac wanted wanted to ensure his victory, he would use fast talk. I would use all of my setup. I have all the time in the world to, to set up this gag, convincing Olga that she's got to resist fast talk of nine, though. Box, I know, but but boxing in in America, the winner is the one who gets hit. And she and if I succeed, she'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay." Wait, and then I hit her, and then I gain a point. Well, and then there's well, there's one flaw to your plan. One flaw to your plan. What's that? And, and I'll actually read it in here in a second. You have to convince the ref of that, not her. 
Well, no, I mean, uh, if, if I don't want her to resist being hit. Oh, I, I see what you say. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I don't want her to roll against yeah. it. I want her to, to just be hit because then she'll be winning. Fair. Yeah. Uh, so because so, there are things you can do. And and in that context, that's actually a very fun way to, to have the boxing match go down. Uh, or you can somehow get a gun. If he can steal the gun from the mole, you know. Uh, okay. Of course, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be in this match, but uh, let, let's see what we can do first, and then maybe we'll show some ideas. Uh, so, locate in the center of any tomes grass, any domes grass field. Have the two characters square off in the center of the ring. The object of the match is to make your opponent fall down or give up. The first can be accomplished by making successful fight rolls, assuming, of course, your opponent fails. The second can be achieved by fast talking your opponent into convincing him there's no chance for victory, or like Heathen Dog said, "Hey, we play backward here in America. Yeah, America's so backward, so." <laughs> I can't do a, a Bronx accent. It's like, uh, you just need to stand there and get hit. So I'm just going to stand here. And if he's smart with all those hit points, I would take the first punch. Yeah. Oh, look at that. You're winning. You know? You know? No, no, I'm winning. No, I say, like, I'm winning. I'm winning. You hit me. I'm winning. And he's like, no, no, you got to hit me. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. And then pretend that she's yep. convincing me to hit her. That's that. That's the fast talk, right? Yeah, players might also try to fast talk or fight with the referee in the hope he'll come over to their side and start pounding on the opponent. That's entirely possible. Yeah, you uh, convince the referee that uh, that that he he's actually on on my team, and uh, it's a it's a it's a tag team match, and her opponent just didn't show up. I mean, her her partner just didn't show up. Oh well. A lot of things you can do if you if you're yeah. a really imaginative person. Like I'm not. And not not in this regard. I'm not a funny, imaginative person. I'm just not. Um, so after each player has taken three actions, a monkey, you all know how much Max loves monkeys, yep. will leap into the ring and start bouncing around, causing trouble. It will throw a cream pie at one boxer. If the pie hits, its target loses one action. This happened in the game that I ran, and the player got pissed. Like, again, freaking cartoon, guys. It's a cartoon. The monkey will then grab a pair of boxing gloves and try to fight the other character. If the monkey's victim falls down, it will turn its attention back to the other. The players can continue to fight with each other in order to win the event, or they can, separately or together, try to make the monkey fall down. If the monkey falls down, it will not return to the boxing ring, and the characters who put the last point of damage gets a plot point. I don't like that. I would give it to anybody who tried personally, but that's you Well, know, no, no, no. I mean, uh, they get a plot point for winning, but what if you convince the monkey using fast talk that the monkey is you can't on your convince team. the monkeys. Uh, they're, they're, they're animals that they have. You can't use any sort of social on them. They're just animals. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I think they even talk about it. Uh, you know what? Nope. Nope. Screw that. That's too many rules. I don't believe in that. Yeah. Not applicable. They're just animals. These are just monkeys. They can't talk. They can only cause trouble in a fight. Each monkey will do two hit points of damage. Just think of them as like the weird crap that happens in a, uh, in a cartoon but if that's the way you run it though you want them to be fast talk and you're running the game there's nothing wrong with that it's a freaking cartoon yeah. <laughs> do what you want in your game uh but they're really just mayhem causers and it, it works really well but it says if the monkey falls down it will not return to the boxing ring, and the character who put the last point of damage gets a plot point that's on the monkeys mm -hmm. now the last boxer left standing in the ring is the winner and gets a plot point now that makes sense to me win the event you get the plot point yeah that's what uh, if the monkey outfights both boxers, the judge will declare it the winner, and neither player gets a plot point. <laughs> Fair. So then you have the javelin toss, which is you throw the javelin. 
Now, each time a character hits target, the animator should roll a die to determine how good the throw was. Players can concentrate on hitting the target. You throw the javelins at each other. <laughs> uh, let's see, where, where's it? And can try to dodge javelins thrown at them. Or they try to fast talk the judge and giving them six points every time they hit the target. And you can picture that by having the judge moving the target for him. Because America always cheats. And yes, there are some other characters in here as well. Fred Bulldog and Fifi La Filine. Uh, which is actually a dude, I think. Oh, no, no, she is she. Never mind. Yeah, got boobs. Can't be a dude. Well, today's world. <laughs> well, this isn't this isn't today's world. That's true. OK, last one is the marathon. This event is held on track. They line up, blah, blah, blah. Now, what's cool about this one is uh, this is where you get you can get the fast talk, the gun from the mole, shoot your opponents, uh, come up with ideas, trip. Uh, you know, if you've got the right skills, which you can't do in this first introductory one because the game hasn't presented them to you yet. No, you which only you, have three skills. Right. But it's just to teach you how to make those roles. But, 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 but if you were to play this with full set of skills, you could do all types of stuff like use some of your items to, you know, a big, uh, you might have a big hammer and you smack somebody with it, boggling them. We haven't even got to boggle rules yet, which uh, is something so insane that the character doesn't act for one action. You know, things like, you know, that whole chin job to the ground thing. Right. You know, um, but this is supposed to be simplistic, but it just gives you a bunch of ideas. And yes, the monkeys freaking jump in again. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. When the three events are over, the player with the most plot points is declared the winner. The prize ceremony begins with a ceremonial kiss from the king or queen of the day and a traditional Disney cartoon fashion. It's the, 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 I'm sorry, actually Hanna-Barbera fashion. The, uh, the queen, princess, king, whatever is wearing a veil. And when you take off the veil, it's something really nasty and hideous. Uh, and, you know, you don't like it. Kiss does one dive damage to the character who won. And Judge Mole hands the car over and it, you know, drops spare parts on the ground as it's driving away. So, all right. But you get the idea of how, how that Olympic thing works. Creating cartoon characters. Two quick ways. Uh, I'm going to breeze through this a little bit more. I think we already talked about most of the fun stuff. Now, now we'll, we'll breeze through this. Uh, you have a choice. You either roll uh, a D6 for each attribute. Or, since there are four attributes, you can have a total of 14 points to spread around. Which, if you do the math on that, is the average of 46. Seven and seven. Or three and a half and three and a half and three and a half and three and a half. Um, so, uh, next step is to determine attributes. Just roll one die four times or, or do the 14. Now, hit points is uh, 1d6 plus 6. Then you write a, a description or draw a description of your character. These are all four different rabbit characters. It's however you want to do it. What does your character look like? Natural enemies. Now, there's a reason for this natural enemies. You have uh, the coyote and the roadrunner. You have Sylvester, well, and everything. Uh, and Tweety Bird. <laughs> you have, uh, actually, I like his, the, the, the boxing kangaroo. Uh, you know, you have these nemes nemeses, you have Tom and Jerry. So in here, you have a natural enemy. Players can choose uh, less obvious ones. Uh, where should it say the bonuses? Uh, oh, a natural enemy is kind of creature your character's out to get or which is out to get you. Natural enemies get plot points for making one another fall down. So if heathen dog is Tom and I'm Jerry and he makes me fall down, he gets a plot point. It's another way of just, you know, increasing... Your plot points and plot points are used for you know increasing your character and so forth. And you can adopt less natural. Okay, beliefs and goals. Now decide. Now this is supposed to give your character a little bit of field. You know, Bugs Bunny is Bugs Bunny no matter what episode you see him in, right? 
Now, right. he might do weird things like, you know, have spear and magic helmet, or he might be doing duck, uh, you know, duck season, rabbit season. Um, or he might take a wrong term at, turn at Albuquerque, but it's always still Bugs Bunny. And that's kind of what these beliefs and goals get into. Marvin the Martian is still Marvin the Martian no matter what. He isn't played differently in every cartoon. So uh, that, that's what you do with these beliefs and goals to kind of find out what it is that you, know, you want your character species to do. And there are some examples here. We won't go into them. But uh, yeah. Oh, poor little bored looking kitty. Does talk about beliefs and goals. What's that? Dog catcher kitty. Yeah, dog catcher. That's yeah. I was thinking butterfly, but you're actually right. Yeah, it's dog catcher kitty. Uh, so beliefs and goal in play. Beliefs and goals help players remain in character during a game. But what effect do they have on the outcome? For one thing, they determine how players get plot points, and plot points are of great importance to the development of your character. Now that you've played the Cartoon Olympics, you know that the animator awards plot points for doing something especially funny or clever, as well as for completing an adventure successfully. The animator should also get plot points for acting in a manner consistent. Okay. It, it, just wanted to read that so you knew that it was actually part of the game. Finally, yeah, you, you could actually fail all three of the uh, of the uh, uh, Olympic events in the in the beginning of the adventure and still come out with more plot points. Well, uh, thank you very much for the subscription, Ravenslayer. What is that? Uh, see what has to just re Oh my God! Yeah, those. I've got to fix how those ads work. I cannot watch the Legion of Myth channel on Twitch. Like that's why you always see me with the Legion Myth account, not my own Max Liao account, because the ads pop up like every seven seconds and they last 59 minutes, it seems. It's like it's ridiculous. Um I've got to fix that. But uh so stupid ads, yeah. Yeah, you can drop yeah. We already talked about the anvil a lot. Thank you for the bits. We got 50 bits from Ravenslayer. Thank you very much. So Marvin the Martian is but what what? No. What? What? Uh, no, what I'm saying is that's what these beliefs and goals do. Because what does Marvin the Martian want to do? He Destroy wants the Earth with his Q whatever space modulator. Yeah, that was a Q37 space modulator. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Daffy, uh, no Donald Duck is Bugs. Yeah, Daffy Duck's uh, Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny. We talked about the, that stuff earlier. Yep. I was talking about natural enemies. Oh, natural enemies. Marvin, yeah, well, Marvin the Martian could be one, yeah, so maybe Bugs Bunny hates Martians and ducks. I don't know. <laughs> or probably the other way around. I think Donald or uh, Bugs Bunny hates everybody. Well, no. Right. Well, I, iconic figures like that, they kind of break the rules a little bit. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, uh, Bugs Bunny doesn't have a natural enemy. He's the apex predator of, of cartoon land. You can't outwit him. You can't outthink him. You can't kill him. He's always going to win. You're always going to lose. That's just the way it is. Everyone is his enemy, but he has no enemies because he has no rival. I think he's more of just a, a smart ass or a foil. He's yeah. not even really anybody's enemy. Yeah. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, uh, there are a couple of instances where he was the animator. Where he was oh, yeah. erasing things. Yeah, that, that is true. Yep. Yeah. Where where uh, Daffy Duck was screaming in, in the into he the takes off his and, bill. Yeah. They just started erasing stuff on him like how dare you who's doing this to me who's doing this and it zooms out to to the to an easel and there's there's a bugs bunny with a pencil and eraser and you he was the animator the entire thing the entire time so yeah he is he's a he's an avatar of the animator so he is outside the rules so we'll finish up here with possessions uh so 
Yeah, the top part's pretty full. Characters don't always wear clothes, but for game purposes, assume all characters have back pockets that they can carry. Uh, Viva Le Dirt Bag, your horse pocket. There it is. <laughs> you remember that one? Just yes, put it in your I horse do. pocket. I love Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, that uh, can carry an amazing, in fact, virtually unlimited variety and number of items. In fact, the mouse carries a human-sized gun in his back pocket. We saw a picture of that up above. I'm not going to scroll all the way up above. But uh, you saw him carrying that gun trying to hold it like sound wave trying to hold megatron right uh fred the bulldog carries a big stick lots of balloons and a firecrackers matches and a sack lunch and a squirting flower wow use common sense uh when you pick your possessions i'm not sure if common sense is the right word no, i want to use there no just have have a shtick yeah and choose possessions appropriate to that shtick it doesn't have to make sense it just has to be consistent within the parameters of your gimmick that's it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, things you pick up during an adventure do not count against your total eight possessions. Eight is just a reasonable limit for things to start with. Make sure you're written down. All right. There's two superstar rules. So these rules are like advanced rules. Like once you know how to play, it's like, okay, let, let's do a couple things here. Uh, make it a little bit more fun. Uh, there are two superstars rule, superstar rules. There we go. Regarding possessions. First, depending on your character, you may be able to count some unusual items as normal. That's kind of what Heathen Dog was saying. If you've got a shtick, that might be an unusual item, but it fits for you, so you can have that as... So for you, it's a normal item. Like, uh, for example... Look, they give um, one right here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, they're Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he's a famous detective, so he would have a magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. Most people wouldn't have a magnifying glass just on them, especially a giant oversized one, which this this person probably has. But uh, for, for a detective, you would expect him to have a magnifying glass that ma it makes perfect sense so it doesn't count as an unusual item be because of the character shtick was it a shotgun i thought he always had two pistols yeah yosemite sam always had two pistols elmer, elmer fudd always had a shotgun uh, flared shotgun yeah. yeah well no it's not always flared but it's always a shotgun it's had a blunderbuss <laughs> a blunderbuss yeah basically Okay, second, if you fall down and another character tries to take your possessions, he or she will always overlook something, especially if you're going to be in prison. You'll always be left with some item. The animator decides what. This is where things get a little bit too serious for me. Like, stop taking, I mean, unless it makes part of, you know, if you're trying to take the gun that, uh, that the rat, you know, got from the mole, that's fine. But this really turned into something, again, uh, man, players get mad. <laughs> Just gonna say it that way. Gizmos! Cartoon characters! Often seem to have just the right gadget on hand. Gadget? Jesus, I can't talk. Gadget on hand to create maximum trouble or save the day. A mouse sneaks up to a cat's tail and just happens to have a pencil sharpener that will give the cat a nasty surprise. See, that's how you think in this game. You were probably saying he's going to have a hammer. You were probably thinking he's just going to bite it. No, he got the pencil sharpener. That's how you play this game. Yep. Have fun. The rhinoceros. What's a ridiculous thing? <laughs> the rhinoceros dives from the helicopter. Helicopter. Can you read? I can't talk. Apparently, I don't know English. The rhinoceros dives from the helicopter and happens to have a tiny parachute that lets it float safe to the ground. Or conversely, you could have a thimble full of water and put it underneath you. Yes. And when you hit the ground, you will fit inside it and be perfectly safe. Jump out, dry yourself off, put the thimble back in your pocket, and you're you're literally hit the ground running. That's great. That's great. <laughs> wow. 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 I know I don't today, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in a sec. Uh, all right. 
Where, where were we here? Um, how they do this? They're using gizmos. These are all-purpose possessions that become whatever you want them to be at the time you use them. Pencil sharpeners, parachutes, food, grenades, mice. Yes, mice are a possession. Uh, encyclopedias, burning torches, pies, and anything you want. You can take one gizmo as your unusual possession at the start of an adventure. You can buy additional gizmos for plot points. All right. But you get the idea of those. So now how to do everything. So let's figure out how to roll those skills, because I gotta be honest with you, I didn't see anything about adding uh, attributes to skills, so let's see what it says here. In the list of skills on the character sheet, we got the four skills, we already talked about those. Each skill begins at the level, oh, at the level of its controlling attributes, so there you go. For example, a character with muscle three uh, begins with skill level three in all muscle skills, so if you put two more points into it, you'll get a five, or if you put six more points into it, you'll get a nine. Got it. Makes sense. Now, that, that's why you can't have the one. You begin with 30 skill points that may be added to skills as you want. And uh, did it increase from was, uh, 3 to 8. Is there a limit to this? Uh, adding one point to a particular skill increases it by a level. Uh, only skill levels as possible under attributes. Uh, I'm not seeing it. 5 is 30. Oh, here we go. No skill can ever be raised above 9. There we go. Okay, so there's always a, a significant chance of failure. Yes, at least at first. Maybe after you level up, it's different, but this is uh, as you're making character. And by the way, since you stepped away, I'll say it here. No, I, so heard, all... it. I heard it. Oh, okay. You heard about yeah, the attributes? My bathroom's right there. All right. Uh, if a player rolls a two and attempt to use a skill, the target of the attack doesn't even get a chance to respond. So there's your critical hit. Oh, there's your critical failure, yeah. Thus, if your character is fighting with another character and you roll a two in your fight roll, you automatically hit. Your opponent doesn't always get to roll fight oh, back. Oh, your critical success is the low. Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, it, it doesn't say anything about rolling a 12, though. They probably, you know what? That's probably just up to the anime. Maybe that's a boggle. We'll get to that in a, in a moment okay. when you look at boggles. Because I honestly, even for my other video, I didn't talk about boggles at all. So I have to relook at those. But um, what if both players roll twos? Because remember, this is a scrum type fight. You both just kind of roll. There's no initiative roll in this game. You both just roll. Well, in that case, I would just go back to you both miss. You know, but how often is that going to happen? Somebody can do the math on that. What is a one in thirty six chance next to another one in thirty six chance? You know, sticks. Some can now sticks were not allowed in that first introductory adventure because it was teaching how to play. Some cartoon characters have amazing abilities which allow them to do things not normally permitted under skill rules. This is where sticks, strange special superpowers, come in. For example, the bag of many things stick allows you to pull out just about anything you might need. I've got it. None of the skills could account for an ability like this, so a stick was created. Some sticks are described on page 38 to 46. I think there's another book, like from the first edition or the first printing of the game. I think there's like a whole book on extra sticks that I don't have. I have four books that came with the deluxe whatever. This one, Two Universal Guide, Ace, whatever catalog with more equipment in it, and where the hell the other one is? I can't read it. Toon Tales, that's what it is. Um, but anyway... For example, let's say you want to buy the hypnosis stick at a cost of five skill points and the flight stick, which costs four. Uh, those two sticks, we've. Well, wait, wait, was it? The cost and skill points for those two sticks would be. Oh, wait, wait, what is this? In order to gain a stick, a player must spend skill points. Got it? The exact number varies. Some sticks cost more than others. A second stick may be acquired at the cost of an extra five skill points. Oh. Okay, so if you want two, you got to pay for one, pay the tax of five, and then pay for the second. Wow, that's a lot of skill points. I'd rather just have the skills. <laughs> but as you're leveling up or plotting up or whatever it's called, all sticks begin at skill level five. 
This cannot be improved until the character begins to accumulate plot points. Okay. So you level these up just like you do your skills, apparently. Right. But starts at five, and that's, you know, for that first adventure, it's a five. Deal with it. Yeah, two is your maximum number of shticks. So bag of many things. You can see some of them here. Improving skills and sticks. For every two plot points you spend, you can raise a skill. And for every four, you can raise a stick. <sighs> Highlight the right thing. There we go. Jeepers Creepers is PDF. All right. Uh, superstar Jeepers players. Creepers. I say it's a cartoon game. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so muscle skills, and this now starts to explain what the skills are with a nice little drawing of each one. I like how breakdown door is its own skill. Breakdown door. What if yep. it's not a door? Then you can't break it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, lock door, similar barrier. If you successfully, the door is broken. Your character staggers into the room. Uh, also, we use a break through a wall, leaving a hole in the shape oh, of your okay. character. All right. <laughs> uh, Kool Aid Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kool Aid Man. I uh, love some of the art in this game. Pick up heavy thing. Oh, that, this this is a, a, a special shtick. If you're a small mouse and you and uh, your your shtick is a, a supernatural strength, you can pick up this giant car. That's your then they throw it at somebody. Like what the hell is that? And then bam. What? What's the old droopy thing where he used to go bam, 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 bam? Like he'd be real slow, but then he'd start banging. Don't recall. Uh, that was droopy, right? I forget. Uh, anyway, here are the skills. I, I like the art in the game. I think it's perfectly <laughs> this year hide skill. Uh, I think I think it's uh, very well done, very simplistic, very cartoonish. The way you would want in a book. They didn't go overboard with it. I, I even though the art's from the '80s, I really do like it. All right, scroll down. Oh, is it is a skill? That's good. I when I was younger, man, I used to laugh at this picture for. I don't know. There's just something about this. And if you're wondering what this is, this is part of this is what happens when you set disarm trap and you fail. It also could be a failure of your uh, identify. What is it? Identify item. Oh yeah, identify dangerous thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't identify. You know, it's where the people on the screen see the firecracker or the, or the 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 bomb inside the uh, cake because it's you know <laughs> got the fuse out there all lit up, but you don't notice it, and boom, because it's a cartoon. Fair enough. How to build a better mousetrap. There you go. Wiley Coyote's special shtick. Yeah, all right. Uh, the insurance salesman. What's this? Oh, fly by night. Ah, I see that. All right. And yep. Sneak. Makes I'm sense. just, I, just sorry. Sorry, I'm just kind of stopping at the artwork because there you go. That's how you sneak. See, take these things. Use them as as uh, as uh, get the brain juices flowing. Hiding in a purse, a big ass horse was hiding in a purse. Why? Because he made a sneak roll. Yep. Doesn't matter if he can or not. Oh, it, it, oh no! It, it it doesn't matter if it seems possible or not. Yeah, there you go. Because you can. Yeah. If you can, Bob, you can hide from a wyvern right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, and. Um, do we, let's look at one shtick. Uh, pick a shtick you want to look at. Okay. Um, let's do. Except for cosmic shift. No, oh I'm my not god. Doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, oh. uh, d -d 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 incredible speed. Incredible speed. Okay. Not luck. Speed. You can run incredibly fast, even faster than the character who makes a successful run skill roll. 
So this is Speedy Gonzalez. So even yep. though anybody else could make a successful skill roll and run fast, you're still Arriba, Arriba, Andale, out of there. Yeah. Uh, that or the the um, Wally, the Roadrunner has this as well. Yep. That's yeah. right. Now, now remember, those are iconic characters. They've leveled up their plot points. So exactly. th their rolls are going to be better than a five. You start off with just a five. You have to roll a five or less. Uh, but as you level it up, that becomes more prevalent to you. Uh, if you make your incredible speed roll, you automatically get away from or catch anyone or anything except another character with incredible speed. Anyone and then you run... instead of rolling off against run, you roll off with your with your incredible. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And anyone you run past is spun around and knocked to the ground by your jet stream. Makes sense. Any character you knock down in this way loses neck deck. Now, here's the thing about this. This is essentially a boggle, except for you don't roll for the boggle effect. It gave you the boggle effect. Yeah. Because that's what happens with the boggles. You lose your next action. Well, any characters you knock down in this way lose their next action. Uh, that, yeah, it's just giving you the effect there. Uh, if your incredible speed roll fails, you trip or run into the nearest obstacle. Ouch. Come to a sudden stall. Stop. Oh, my God. Halt. There we go. That's a word. And take one die of damage yourself. So be careful. At first, when you use this ability, you're going to be boggling yourself. You're going to fall down a lot, yeah. Yeah, um, but that's why you raise it up. The obstacle takes no damage. Just remember yeah. that. So you're not breaking through a wall doing that. The character stuck foot on trip to you. The wall is harder than you are. Tree can spring back and absorb the impact. Ooh. You know. uh, here's right. the thing. When you choose incredible speed, decide whether it works on land, sea, or in the air. You can oh, choose wow. only one of these. This means a sea serpent could have incredible speed in the water, but not on land or air. Mm, makes sense, yeah. A roadrunner might have incredible speed on land, but not in water or air, and so on. If you want incredible speed on land and the air, you can buy incredible speed shtick twice, paying a total of 17 points. Wow. So incredible speed costs six. You want it twice, that's 12. And then plus five for the second shtick penalty, total of 17. Yeah, uh, Nerdy Ogre, paint the tunnel and go through That's Cosmic Shift. I don't want to read that one because Cosmic Shift is like your catch-all. All right, if you can't think about it, there you go. This is how you do the most impossible stuff is Cosmic Shift. And when I played, everybody took Cosmic Shift because they all thought they had imaginations and then never used it. All right. Uh, where do we get to the boggling? See, think about stuff like this. This is a disguise. Nobody can recognize them. He's not there. Why? Because he made his disguise roll. Yep. Doesn't matter that you see a lampshade over him. It's a cartoon. Nope. Okay. Personalized sticks. You can do that. Uh, sticks used on others. Again, I like this one. I don't know. There's always something I liked about this. I show this one on the 10-minute introduction also. Uh, there you go. Fine-tuning. Let's just uh, scroll down. This talks basically about how to do GMing and a little more advanced character stuff. What I want to do... Uh-oh, I didn't expect that. Uh, where is it? There's a 50% rule. Illogical logic. This is for Heathen Dog. There it is. <laughs> this is quantum magic. Characters yeah. can sometimes do things which are impossible, but which possess their own bizarre logic. For example, an ostrich being chased might stop and plunge its head into the sand. In this case, the, ca uh, the, ch wow, the chasers might stop, look around, and fail to see the ostrich. You have to get yourself into that kind of mindset, which I struggle with. Even though the ostrich is in plain view, it is convinced that if it can't see its pursuers, they cannot see it. In the Toon universe, there's a chance the ostrich might be right. 
So that's when you roll smarts and uh, figure it out. You have instant mail, cause and effect. I, really, I'm just scrolling down until I find a uh, boggling. Boggling. Oh, there we go. A character who is presented with something totally unexpected will be boggled. A boggled character can use no skills or sticks, but must stand uh, stock still, staring off into the distance, wearing a foolish expression, or do a take. And I think there's a chart at the back of the book, which will show uh, that shows different boggle effects. In fact, if you want to grab 2d6 and, and roll a couple boggles when we get back there, uh, be my guest. Uh, the animator determines when a character is boggled. If, however, a player, not character, breaks down in hysterical laughter, that player's character is definitely boggled. So don't have too oh, much fun. Okay. That, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Similarly, if a player, not a character, is struck speechless for a moment, essentially, this is your whole thing of like, um, I, uh, I think I want to. Nope, you're done. You're boggled. Move on. <laughs> like, this keeps you going. Yeah. And a cream pie in the face will always boggle somebody. And that's written into other right. books as well, too. Yes. Anytime now, you take a cream pie in the face. Here, uh, this is where it can get seemingly unfair because everyone knows that friend who is just really good at cracking other people up. Really good yeah. at turning a joke. Really good at that. Yep. And he can constantly win fights against your character because he gets you to laugh. If he gets you to laugh and you have trouble talking because of it, you're boggled. The, 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 but there's a good news side to that. If you don't care and you're all playing and having fun, it doesn't matter. Right. It does matter when you're competitive and you're playing a stupid cartoon game competitively that, like that my group did. Fair. Yep, that is fair. And, I, and, and I've got to admit, I was just as competitive as the game master or the animator. It was bad all around. There was there were no good people in that one. Uh, a cartoon characters who are boggled may react. What was that? Seems like game for people who think successful. Pay, uh, it can. King. Yes, yes. It absolutely can. Now, the yeah. one caveat to that, though, is there are going to be limitations based on the adventure. Yes, the, the animator has to give limitations to, to make the goal of the adventure still attainable. Yes. I mean, if, if the story is to get the Haas and Pfeffer, you're not going to be sitting, uh, you know, sitting down taking over the king's throne. That just doesn't no. doesn't it, fit with the adventure arc. advance the plot. Right. Uh, but outside of that, how to get the Haas and Pfeffer, have it. You've got to be king to do it. I don't know. It makes it easier, I guess. There you go. Yeah, you order the king to go get the Haas and Pfeffer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so uh, cartoon characters who are boggled may react. Interestingly, the victims turn pure white uh, or take... Uh, there's a chart for all this, okay? But you want your players involved. So when the brontosaurus looks at me, I dissolve into a little green puddle. If the players come up with something interesting, let the player have that interesting behavior. Yeah. You don't have to roll and you don't have to uh, uh, determine... For the character, what happened? Let the player do it. Let the players be involved. Right. I mean, uh, the uh, this game takes player agency into account. It really does. Give the players as much as they want, but when you don't want them to have any more, you just hit the brake, and you can. Now, the the uh, cool thing about uh, when they describe the animator is part storyteller and part referee. You're telling a story number one. You're referee number two. So let them let them you know use adjectives in the story. That's fine. Let yeah. let them let them turn green with with literally green with envy, or uh, let them uh, let let their tongue get unnaturally long to lick the all of the whipped cream off their face. That's fine. 
That's fine. All that is, is cosmetic nonsense that they want to do to have fun. Let them have fun. Yep. But that little tongue MacGuffin later on cannot be used to reach out and grab something prehensile like and bring it back to the person later on. No. No. Unless you're a frog. Unless you're a frog that has <laughs> that shtick. Right. And there you go. Then that's a I completely legal move. This is a perfect example right here. I think Heathen Dog segued into it, whether he did it on purpose or not. I don't know. Anytime a character saws a hole in the floor or through a tree branch, the animator applies the 50% rule. On a die roll of 1, 2, 3, this character saws a hole in the floor or through the tree branch, which falls. On a 4, 5, or 6, the floor surrounding the area being sawed falls, leaving a circular piece of floor suspended. Yeah, so I, I think four, five, and six is too much. I would I, I would dwindle it down to just five and six. Um, but all depends on your game. And here you stupid monkeys again. God, I hate monkeys. Um, characters and real animals. That's the whole monkey thing. So in Toon Universe, there are animals and they're animals. Players can take on the role of animals with attribute skills and perhaps sticks. They're just plain real animals as well. Any, uh, any animal that talks is a character. Any animal that doesn't talk is just an animal. And I'm not going to read more on that. You can buy the book or get the book. By the way, Steve Jackson Games does sell the PDFs for uh, not for all of the books. They don't have all of them, which I find really odd. But uh, but for the main books that you would need and you can get it. Uh, it's $15 for each of the PDFs, which I thought was a little expensive. But hey, you know, it is what it is. And here we go. Lots of cartoons use signs as running gags. Heathen Dog talked about this earlier. Duck season, rabbit season. Uh, duck, yeah, duck hunting season open and danger minefield. Characters pull them out of their back pockets and use them to fool or intimidate each other. You can too. Even if you didn't take a sign as one of your possessions at the start of the adventure, anyone can always pull a sign out of nowhere. This can get out of hand. <laughs> uh, it will say whatever the character wants. Dynamite, why did you do that? If you can read this, you're too close or whatever. Kind of like Wiley Coyote every time yeah. he fell. He always pulls out eek. Yeah. Oh no. Why? My life sucks whatever yeah <laughs> yep the animator may or may not require a read roll from anybody who sees the sign if it slows the story down or if it'd be funny to have the characters know what the sign says no read roll is necessary that that last part is very important if it is uh if it would be funny so uh they can figure it out automatically but if characters amazingly dumb or if it'd be funny to have someone misinterpret the sign go ahead and ask for read rolls kind of that now that goes to the flip side that goes to the roadrunner who can't read that he's eating marbles uh, reading the sign only counts as an action if you make re-roll, etc., etc. Um, once the sign has had its effect, warning or convincing other characters, for instance, it goes away. You can't keep running to the same gag over and over again. Right. Moving, doesn't matter. We're uh, passing out plot points again. And how do you use plot points? We kind of already talked about that. The perfect animator. I think this is the last part we need to read. I might be wrong. Um, the tune commandments. Ready? Forget everything you know about role-playing. Our group could not do that. We broke commandment number one because we could not do this. Act before you think. Know the rules. Checking rules is slow. Slow is bad. And I think you guys saw that the rules of this game are pretty darn simple. Yeah. Know your character as yourself. If you want to do it, exaggerate it. If it's simple, complicate it. Yeah, see, that's, that's again, this is a rule that, that we broke. We were trying to find, but that's efficiently the right way to do it. No. If you're in a jam, do whatever you can to make it worse. See, it's okay to fail. <laughs> when in doubt, recap. When you can't recap, make something up. When you can't make something up, Heathen Dog's favorite rule. Cheat. <laughs> Cheaters win. There's no stigma on success. 
There you go. Uh, anything else? Writing cartoons. That's writing cartoons means making your own adventures. Uh, being oh, a great. Let's, let's define recap. Uh, okay. Anytime things start getting out of hand and you're not sure what's going to happen, take a moment to recap what each character is doing. Okay, the gremlins up front riding the bullhorns, rabbits and okay. Recapping will give you a chance to think of something funny. This this is a this is an animator tool as well as as yes. a player tool. Okay, if if you uh, as a player can't think of the next thing to do or something good, ask the animator to recap. It'll give you time to think. It'll, but don't it'll, do it every action. No, no, don't do it every <laughs> action. Don't be a dick about it. But you, you you can call for a recap. That's fine. And then it gives you time to think of something to do or, or give you an idea of something to do. And then here's what they mean by cheat. If the players just refuse to follow the storyline, you can't think of a way to get them back on track during your recap. Drop the crucial events of storyline in whenever you like. This is, this is what I was saying earlier. If they go too far off the reservation, remember, your storyteller one, referee number two. If they are running away from your story, you have the power, nay, you have the commandment to railroad them back on track. Does it? Does that require being hit by a train? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it does. You can literally hit them with the railroad. That's fine. Do whatever you can to get them back on track. Lie, cheat, and steal to get them back on track. The, the, the more they bitch about it, the more you laugh at them. Yeah, if they're starting to bitch, that means they're taking the game yeah, too, seriously. too seriously. This is a cartoon. Exactly. Yes, you laugh at them saying you're if you're if you're angry at me, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the italics text here, if you want to. Uh... Oh, uh, ignore any rule or die roll, which would prevent something funny from happening. Ignore logic and the laws of nature. Funny is all that matters. That's it. My, my fault's got it right. You can just bring him back with a lasso. Lasso. That's right. Or uh, or a clown with a hook. Clown with the there you go. That's good too. Uh, uh, and if you guys, I don't know if you guys can read them or if you have been, but some of the stuff on the side, like you know, the earthquake pills, it's always fun. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Anything else? The final fade out. Okay, that's when it ends. Okay, the rest of this book, we're on page sixty-three of two hundred and twelve. The rest of this are just adventures. Well, until the charts at the back, it's great. You don't have an idea? There are like 10 of them or something. I don't know exactly how many are in here. I, I, I can look at the index. Actually, I don't care that much. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, there are a ton of adventures in here. And I have another book with a whole bunch of other adventures. How many are there? How to do everything, fine-tuning. The adventures. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are nine of them. There are nine of them. And then it talks about how to do a cartoon series, which is more like a campaign. Yeah, how, how, to, how to write your own season, basically. Yep. Uh, quick flicks, which are like one shots. Adventure generator. It's actually pretty neat. There you go. You're not sure what you want to do? Roll on that random chart. Let's actually yeah, go there. It'll, it'll, it'll give you it'll give you a random situation. It'll give you a random place. It'll give you a random uh, goal. And then boom, throw your players in it. Here you go. Roll D6, it looks like. Yep, roll D6. And do you have a D6 next to you or no? Uh, no, I have a D10. Oh. Damn it. Uh, Three. Okay, so you'll have a battle adventure. Players fight a bad guy in a location, and your bad guy in location. Well, here's your locations. So, se well, seven and. Uh, Actually, you can't roll a seven on it. Oh, you, so, okay. so would that be a four three and a three? Four. Yeah, a three and a four. Okay, thirty-four in a bar. Okay. 
so but you, you get how it's done. So you can actually just roll your own random adventures and have fun with that. I, I, now, the one thing I would say about this game that makes it kind of niche, other than it's a cartoon game, is it really is made for people with good imaginations. Yes, you really, you really have to be able to roll with the punches, come up with ridiculous nonsense that has to be funny. That is the only rule. They've said it many yep. times yep. in this game. Funny beats everything else. And and that is something I do not excel in. <laughs> it's not could, like that. I can do it, but it takes a lot of mental energy to get off of the logical track. It takes a lot for me. But uh, physics means nothing against funny. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, succeeding or losing a die roll means nothing when facing funny or not funny. So here's some matter. boggle effects. Uh, you said 34 before. We'll do it again. Do a passable imitation of a bucking mule. And we'll see 62. Turn into a ballerina and do a little dance. All these are different. Again, if the character or the player comes up with a boggle effect on his own, let him do it. But uh, if not, you can always roll on here. Uh, we did like the boggle charts. And then things falling from the sky. Because how many times we talked about anvils? Well, anvils get boring. So what happens if we have 10,000 frogs? It's awesome. a plague. <laughs> Or an a, a skunk. A skunk. That's not fun. <laughs> or an elephant. A bathtub with bather. <laughs> a whale. Well, someone read too many books, but okay. A, a battleship. Awesome. Steamroller, <laughs> so, classic. Random item table, random trap table. Let's see. Let's just, just scroll uh, right here. 53. Camouflage hole in the ground, 10 feet deep, one die from the fall. Train roars onto the scene, flattening all characters. Two dice damage. Wow. Yep. Random disguise table. <laughs> Disguises lit dynamite. <laughs> uh, there you go. Wow. I can be an unbelievably, unbelievably silly species table. I can be a microchip. Oh, it says only it's a bit from Tron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yes or no only. One and zero. And again, some of this art is just... It, it, it just provides that right feel. All right. Uh, see, lots of charts. Lots of charts, lots of charts. And then the index. Okay. Yeah. But Ooh. the only reason the charts exist is to increase the funny. Yes. That's it. And, it, and if you can't do it on your own... You you've got something yeah you got you've got the chart expand those charts make them bigger make them better add your own stuff 100 percent uh are one of y'all gonna run this game <laughs> i would not be i would not be a good player or game or animator for the game i would be bad at both um i wish i could this is the type of game i would love to be able to play but i would not be this is a failing in my life i would not be good for it um uh, now this was uh, the main book. If you want to go through some of the chat real quickly, because I'm going to grab the other book and show it uh, what we're going to do next week. Oh, let's see. Um, Martian teleportation beams, and just to make it funny, have it teleport them and reassemble them wrong. Yes, that'd be good. That would be excellent. Ah, uh, uh, the game where everybody's taking a little... Yes, that's true. Uh, one time way back when, nice change of pace from serious RPG, if, if your people can handle it. So ne next week, 
Oh, uh, oh did you find a good one? Last night I was thinking how to run Scooby-Doo as an RPG. This might this might work with some tweaking. Uh, Scooby-Doo, while, while yes, ridiculous, is a little bit less ridiculous than Toon. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, I do, I do believe it can be properly outfitted to to run a Scooby Doo feel, because also no one dies in Scooby Doo, right? So being being death immune is fun. Um, there are there are uh, um, points where where people are are so shocked or scared as to lose an action. That's that's easily a boggle. Um, or, or Scooby-Doo and Shaggy just running in place for like, yes, you know, yes, running in place <laughs> or, or, or the, or the whole, uh, uh, doors go everywhere shtick, yep. you know, doors go open to a random other door type thing, you know, when, with the whole chase scene that always happens that, yeah, that's doable here. And Chris Black is with, uh, is with Schlo. Swings. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun to watch. Oh, I, man, you get the right place. This is what I would like to see Critical Role run. I mean, they're they're voice actors, right? They 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 have that improv, uh, uh, you know, capability behind yeah. them. This, there we go. I would watch a Critical Role. This yeah, as much as I themselves on Five E. Yeah. So. Next week, uh, well, Heathen Dog's looking at more. We're going to go through the Tooniversal Guide. Now, why is this going to be interesting for everybody? Who knows? Well, let's find out. I don't know, because I think Heathen Dog's going to talk to us about Crawl of Cthulhu. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I love it. Uh, there's also Dungeons and Tunes, Mechtoon, Star Tune, which is Star Trek, of course, and yep. you have Dr. Beaverly Crasher, <laughs> um, Super Tune. Toon Punk 2020 and a half, because why? Because you have Duck Dodgers in the 23rd and a half or 24th and a half century. So you yeah. have to have Toon Punk 2020 and a half. Uh, and uh, Toonie Tyke Adventures, which will probably be like whatever for that one. But the other ones, these are all based on different role-playing games. So uh, we're going to we're going to cover this next week. And I think this is going to end up rounding out our 2021. Uh, I look forward to going through this. Uh, do you have a copy of this? I do. You do? Okay, good. So uh, I, w I would actually like us to look through it a little bit just to make sure we're kind of prepared so that, you know, we're not reading the entire book because there, there are going to be some things in each one of those settings that's going to be worth talking about. Right. Um, but otherwise, it's still like a 200-page book that we'd be going through. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's what we're going to talk about next week. And then the week after, I said, I don't know what we're going to be doing. I I'll probably still stream something, but he knows family. Day after Christmas, man. I'm I'm probably still trying to scrounge for batteries. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. So, uh, did any any other chat that we need to follow up? Or are we good? Uh, no, we're pretty good. All right. Um, then, only thing I have to do is say, hey, come to our Discord, follow our locals, buy our stuff on Redbubble. Look at the website, join us on Odyssey, YouTube, and Twitch, and if you want to donate, PayPal and Streamlabs is the best way to do it, because then you don't lose your money to the big guys. To the men. And of course, to the men. To the men. Well, I don't know, are they men? To the soy. No, no, <laughs> to the women. <laughs> uh, subscriber, 3,000 subscriber giveaway is coming up whenever we hit 3,000 subscribers. I had somebody yell at me saying, you did that pretty early. You know you're not going to get there anytime soon. No, I want to get people excited about it. Of course I did it early. 
right now we have five hardcovers we're giving away and i think two gift cards so uh and probably going to be drive through rpg gift cards because people get mad when you say amazon for some reason so but we'll see uh anywho but that is it that is the end of segment one thank you for being here i hope you enjoyed tune and i hope you come back for more tune next week Okay. Right. People get mad about the Amazon thing because oh, Amazon treat the workers like shit. Well, uh, you have an iPhone, dipshit. Oh, you're right. How how many kids are going blind making those iPhones for you so so you can have it for relatively cheap? I don't even think it's cheap. What what, what I get isn't the whole uh, the Amazon kids thing. Is the whole you're hurting your friendly neighborhood game store? You know what my friendly neighborhood game store doesn't do? Airdrop to my house. Yeah. Or <laughs> uh, be open. Because yeah, a lot of them closed. Yeah, that's, that's the way it is. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm lucky. I, I live like 15 minutes away from the largest game store in the state. But right, it's sorry, hurting too. I actually, this comment is why we did this. Because I, I yeah. when did I submit this to you? And I said, hey, wouldn't this be fun or something? Yeah, kind of want to. Yeah, but, so change your pace. Yeah. yeah. And end the year on kind of an upbeat note because we like to rant about stuff. Now, hey, we still have segment two coming. Yeah, that's coming rant don't worry rants are coming i don't know do you have a segment too i don't have i don't talk. i couldn't find one we, we we could look at you know you you could bring up the uh the stupid comment from the guy who's avoiding the point like fucking neo in the matrix uh, that's that's not a bad idea because then yeah. we can just address it here yeah that's yeah. that's not a bad idea because i really don't have a segment too so let me let me i do have a couple of things but we've talked about some of them um I, i'm not gonna Fine, I'll put it the segment two stuff. We'll we'll just start it now. I normally uh, I normally do a couple things in between, but we'll show off some people's websites in a little bit, because um, otherwise I will fail the segue. Where the hell is segment two in here? Oop, there it is. All opinions and comments belong to the individual speaker. I am right. Heathen dog is wrong. Put that on the internet. Well, it's on the internet now, so therefore it's true. No, you got it backwards. Oh crap, now that's on the internet. That's like yeah. matter antimatter. This this segment's <laughs> gonna explode. No, it's everything explode. Just everything on the internet is true. Playing a country song backward. <laughs> Get your car back, your dog your back, wife, your... your dog, yep, your job. <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, you know, you could just play forward, backward, forward, backward. It's like this nice circular thing. There you go. Circle of life. <laughs> uh, hyperbole satire stereotypes generalization assumptions are often intentionally used for simplicity and effect and you can keep making videos about that i don't care i'm going to continue to do it don't like it just keep hate clicking he him and his long he him and his have long been considered neutered pronouns i will continue to use them as neutered pronouns if you say they in the singular you're a retard and this content is not meant for children under the age of 13 and of course we've got our stuff which we'll talk more about at the end. Oops, segment two. Okay. Um, so some of the things, I want to put this up again for segment two. Doo, 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 doo. Talk a little bit about this, just in, in quick. So uh, starting in 2022, <laughs> whatever year it is, uh, we're going to start doing year of plenty of books. Again, to reiterate for people, because this is actually going to be on the YouTube side. They're not going to see when we talked about it before. Um, these aren't necessarily the games we're covering. They're just the covers that I had. You can put in the comments, you can put in the description, or not description, the comments, I guess, uh, what, uh, what game you would like us to cover, and we may or may not do it. Uh, I think we've decided pretty much that we're going to do Mechanoids because it's the first one, and then Palladium Fantasy to get us started You know, it, with the back end. After that, we're not 100% certain as to which specific games we're going to cover. 
uh, partly because Heathen Dog's done so many riffs yeah. <laughs> episodes, I've done, I've it might be. Yeah, it might be weird for us to start over again. And be like, you already have videos on this, but then again, maybe that's the best way to do it. Start over again, and you know, just start going through the book like we do with other books, and just you know, go through. I don't know. Um, what's cool about that is we can actually do more fundamentals and less read-throughs with those because we know the game so much better. And you can talk about some of the mistakes people make. You can talk about you know why people cry about the combat or or whatever, especially with Wildfire. They don't understand that it's supposed to be more cinematic. I'm one of those people that cried for years that I thought Wildfire was stupid as hell. However, put it in a cinematic concept, not a, a simulationist concept, and it starts to make perfect sense. So you know things like that. I you know I had to come around to. But then uh, I also know you like Heroes Unlimited. I'm not the hugest fan of Heroes Unlimited, but that's because I don't do superheroes. I like the game. It's just I don't right. do superheroes. I'm more on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sides, which you, know, you don't do anthropomorphic animals. So, you know, <laughs> uh, so I'm more about after the bomb. So we'll mix that in there. You like ninjas and super spies? I don't care. I don't know. There's, it's never interested me. I was never a James Bond. That's right. I'm not a big James Bond guy. Um, yeah, I, it's, I, I played in a, uh, in a Heroes Unlimited campaign that took aspects from ninjas and super spies. I was, see, that's the way I see the book. I see yeah. it as a source book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what I was, was I was an operative agent who was, who was, uh, subjected to tests and experiments to make me an experiment in, uh, heroes unlimited. So I had supernatural powers based off of Bruce Bannerish type radiation deal, whatever, but I was trained as an, as a operative spy. So I had all the skills and abilities of an operative spy plus the superpowers from the experiment and the game master decided, well, you will take the worst of the two experience tables and go from there. I went, all right. And so that's what, that's what we did. It was great. I got to use the martial arts and the, and the cool tech stuff from Ninjas and Super Spies and I got to use the superpowers and world setting from Heroes Unlimited. With, with Amazon Prime, I get free shipping and all this other stuff. <laughs> it's a struggle. If I can order through, like I order some stuff through Palladium Books because I find the prices to be the same. But there are other places that I've tried to go through that I'm like, I can't justify paying an extra $25 for two books, you know, when I can, you know, get it for less on Amazon. I just can't. Yep. Uh, I'm, I, I, the problem is, Robbie Mac, I just 100% don't care. I have my own issues with the new TSR right now because I sent them two emails to cancel my Giant Lands order and they just billed me for it. So they kept ignoring my emails. My Giant Lands order went through. I, uh, I canceled it. I canceled it months ago. I wasn't even in this house yet when I canceled it. Like I did it. There's all this kerfuffle. I said, I don't care. And then there's the second kerfuffle. I said, you know what? I'm out. And uh, I didn't get a response back. So I sent them another email. Yeah, anyway. So I, I might be one of those poor saps that get stuck with giant lands if they ever finish it. Uh, that's awesome. Castles and Crusades. Yeah, that's good. Did you see my unboxing video of that? That's more I for did. them. It's less for you. Good. Yeah, I did. Neutered? No, it's actually called a neutered pronoun. Meaning having no gender assigned to it. Yeah, you can say neutral also. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, anyway, well, br bring up the uh, br bring up the the douche nozzle and his and his comment. 
Okay, um, I just wanted to finish saying that, uh, I know I mentioned it here, but if you've got a Palladium system, uh, not system, it is a system, a universe, megaverse, whatever, that you want us to cover, go ahead and put that in the description and, and we'll consider it. I hate zombie apocalypses, so I know you're all going to put it in there now, but I am much more interested in, in uh, um, what's that crap called? Uh, so I mentioned it earlier, uh, uh, Beyond the Supernatural. I don't know anything about Beyond the Supernatural. Oh no, so, it's I mean, it's good. It's it's like Cthulhu Light. It's like a you know the the whole insanity and taking over the world thing is not uh, the most important. It's there, but you get the feeling you can actually win against against. The wait, what? Of That's not Cthulhu darkness. at all. <laughs> yeah, you get the feeling you can win. Whereas in Cthulhu, after a while, you really get the impression you're not going to win, and you're right. <laughs> at least Cthulhu's honest with you. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, it's not this far down. Where is this? You know, uh, oh, here we go. There we go. Found it. Found it. Uh, let me just go to the video because I can probably make it bigger then. Hey, you guys are going to love this comment. This is great. And, and as I, I, I responded in Discord, I'm going to I'm going to bring up my my uh, Discord response. Now, as stop playing, as always. What I what I want to tell you, PC, I'm not that person that says, oh, leave them alone. Don't comment. Screw that. Go comment. <laughs> but be respectful. Uh, you know, don't threaten his life or anything stupid like that. But if you want to comment to this when you can. Um, so I'm going to play the video and everything because it's only a 47 second video. And anybody who's been to our YouTube channel probably has heard it at least once, but we'll find out. Uh, and then actually, so no, no, I can, it's 47 seconds. I can look at it that way. Share screen, that up there, share the audio. I've got to share the audio this time. So we're going to play the video and then we're going to show you a comment. It's 47 seconds. Apparently it's still playing right now because I'm a bad person and don't know the pause button. And here we go. Escapism, not representation, means that you're you're in a different world. You're not in this world. There's nothing in this world that has to be represented in the fantasy world. Don't do it. It takes away from number two, entertainment over activism. Activism kills entertainment. It just it kills the vibe at the table. Now no one is having fun. Everyone has to cater to someone's social issue. It it bleeds fun dry. And organic diversity from natural inclusion. You play with the people you, you can play with. Do not feel compelled to have XYZ type gendered sort of people at your game. You game with who you can game with and who wants to game with you. There we go. Stop. That seems pretty easy, right? I mean, it seems pretty easy to understand. Yes, that seems easy to understand it's for me. me. Then we get this comment. Now, th to be fair, this weirdo commented on a few things, and I lit him up a couple of times, but then I just got bored of doing it. I can't zoom in on that. Uh, Okusen. Oku hey! the hell's that? You went too far. Well, I want people on the screen to be able to see it. Click on read more. Yep. There we go. You want to read it? Yep. Okay. Escapism over representation. Are you really saying that none of your characters represent you in any way? Um, yes, I'm saying that 
the characters I play have a little bit of me, a little bit of people I know, a little bit of things I want to be, a little bit of things I don't want to be. A character is not you. You and your a player and your character are separate. They are separate things. Anyone who plays their character as if they were as if they were themselves is way too invested in their character. You got to pull back a little bit, man. This is not real. This is not you. So yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Now, now does it represent me? No. No. Like like no, Heathen Dog said, it has a little bit of me in there. I can't take me out of anything when I'm doing it. I can't take me out of carpentry because I'm doing it. Uh, can't people learn not to do right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Entertainment over activism. I'd love an example when any sort of safety tool or anything that you constantly whine about actually got in the way of gameplay outside of you yourself making it an issue. Um me personally, I can't give you that example because I've never used them. And I've never had anyone sue me. I've never had anyone walk away from my, no, I've had Bob walk away from my table. <laughs> but there, there is, there is no current safety tool on the market that would have stopped Bob from doing that. Yeah. All right. So that, that's, that's not even an example either. So no, I have no example because I've never used them. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I've, I've mentioned, I've mentioned my example of being gatekept of being kicked yes. out of a game because I voted the wrong because way for you somebody who voted for in real life, which has absolutely nothing to do with the game you're playing. Unless right. you're playing, who did you vote for in real life? All <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to play that game because that sounds really bad. But, but I will tell you this. Um, you're not going to sit there with your pronouns on your thing and think I'm going to adhere to them. If you look like a dude, I'm calling you a dude. If you look like a chick, I'm calling you a chick. That's the way it's going to be. If you say, I go by Zer, I'm going to tell you, go fuck yourself. Don't stop. Don't use baby talk around me. Use real words. Uh, so no, I am not going to respect that. So that's where the stuff would get in the way. Oh, here's, here's another one. Where would safety tools get in the way? If you come to me and say, I'm afraid of spiders, so I can't have spiders. Guess what? Guess what's going to be in the first adventure? Well, no, I mean, no, it's, it's, it gets worse than that. There, there are people that has, hasn't happened to me, but I've seen, I've seen, uh, uh, YouTube videos about, uh, um, recounts of, of, uh, of these exact situations. Okay. The game that they're, the, the module that they're playing is called the, the, the spider hunt at dark mountain or something like that. Okay. And the person says, no, I'm, I'm afraid of spiders. You can't have any spiders. Why did you come to this table? <laughs> right. It's called the spider hunt at dark mountain. Why did you sit down at this table and then tell me that you're an idiot? You know, if you if you're an idiot, just shut up. I might not notice, but you opened your mouth and said those words, and now everyone who heard you knows you're a freaking idiot, right? And, and so, so I use myself as the example in this one. Representation, yay! I'm afraid of bugs. Like I will, I'm telling you, I will turn into a little five year old girl ah, when it comes to bugs. I I know I I keep those things at ten foot pole length. But that's also what helps me get immersed into a game. I still remember Heathen Dog and some of our viewers have heard this multiple times, but I still remember the first time, first time I played D&D, &D, not just because I was playing D&D &D without anybody knowing Satanic Panic, but also because the fact that it was giant ants and I could visualize my 10 year old brain could visualize those giant ants and I'm biking home hearing little chitters, chatters and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm like, I still remember that. Now you can't elicit that out of me today, unfortunately, but you know, still, I, re I just remember that feeling. I was like, that is so awesome. I want that. 
I want to be emotionally invested in my character. So I can't take anything out. It's one of the reasons why my games are somewhat visceral, why I describe things, at least at first, at least until I get it through you. It's why with these weirdos up here, when I had them play Earth Dawn, anytime somebody said the word horror, what did you have to do? Oh, uh, crap. I just made you, it's like, you could do how you wanted, but basically, <gasps> you yeah, know. You had to be shocked. Yeah, you had to it was and, a shocking thing. It's it's like, you know, calling upon the devil when everyone knows the devil's real. Like, or 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 saying- Witch Salem, witch, witch trials. Yeah. It's like, it's like, he's a witch and you guys ran into that. Somebody well, actually that did that serious. in your game. That is but, a serious accusation. You don't just say someone's a witch in the right. middle of a witch panic. Okay, you, you got to be able to back that shit up because that has some real consequences real fast. But we'll, we'll, we'll go to the last one. Organic <laughs> diversity from natural inclusion. Again, I'd love an example of you ever actually dealing with the issue of people attempting to force you to play with people you don't know or want to play with. Again, missing the point. Missing the point. The organic diversity from natural inclusion, I personally have gotten a message from someone who watched my, my, my Call of Cthulhu stream, Shroomfellas, and said, why are you only playing with white men? How'd they know? Everybody ah, had a picture that's, of That's the rub. Number one, no one's, no one's face but mine was actually represented in that video at any time. Well, no, I think one person accidentally brought on their, their, their camera. So, so you could tell that person was I don't, a white I don't remember that. Yeah, I think, it was, I think there was one instance where, where, where someone did. But so that is you projecting basically that whole thing. But those are the people who agreed to play. I didn't go out looking like we, we need we need a girl, we need we need a trans person, and we we need a a, a black a Jewish um, child to round out the whole the diversity octagon or what the hell it is. I just made that up. It just, it's nothing. But so is this absolutely nothing. Those are the people when I threw out, hey, who wants to play? Here's what we're playing. Here's what you'll be doing. These are the people that responded yes. So that's who I played with. That's all I'm saying. That's it. So here, here's what I say. Well, have I personally been affected by it? No. But there have been multiple websites, and we're talking the bigger ones, not somebody's, you know, four-person vlog. We're talking, uh, no, I did not get the box. Um, we've got, uh, uh, first of all, let's use Roll20. Roll20 told some pretty big content creators, we don't need you to, you know, to support us, or whatever the hell the whole idea was, to run a game in support of us, because we don't need any more 40-year-old white men. Uh, then there have been prominent websites that have come out, and we're talking, you know, YouTubers and, uh, you know, people with, you know, a couple hundred thousand subscribers. We're talking people that run websites that have been around forever, uh, like the RPG site and so on and so forth, coming out saying that if your game does not include at least one marginalized person, you need to cancel your game and go find those people. That, now, has that affected me? No, because I just won't listen to that stuff. But there are people who believe that nonsense. Like, oh, no, no. And, and there are people whose livelihoods are dependent on their game getting exposure and being being favorably responded to. And people people like what Max is talking about can easily bring bring a game down before it even starts just because the writer of the game is the wrong sex and the wrong gender and the wrong age or they have the wrong sexes, genders and ages in their in their games. And, and then, and then you have making making the criticism. 
Yeah, and then you have that thing that we've talked about before, where they're writing the games, uh, this this uh, stuff backward. They're putting gender in the game. Oh, this character is gay. Who cares? It's a bartender. Yeah, it this has character nothing is. Nothing to do with the game. Has nothing to do with the plot. Has has nothing to do with with anything. It literally fits nowhere. It was shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. to try and shut up trolls you can't but shut you up can trolls. just take it out heathen dog you don't have to play with it backwards think that yeah. is backward thing if i want it in the game i will put it in the game if i don't want it in the game there should be nothing there at all all right uh <laughs> i'm an influencer, <laughs> I'm an influencer yeah. so anyway uh this this was my response to about this person well, to read this i want to read this last sentence though okay yeah you go ahead and do it. simply been unable to explain how this is anything more than you feeling threatened by reality no i'm not threatened by your delusions yeah i'm pointing reality. it out there because i'm pointing it out there because you need to know that you're fucking delusional and that's what i'm pointing out to everybody see the real world knows you're fucking delusional knows that you have something missing up here called reality you think it is reality but so does somebody you know eating mushrooms the fact is, is you know, whether it's you're seeing grievance where it doesn't belong or you're inferring somehow, like uh, we can show that uh, I did it on Friday, but we can also show that that tweet that I responded to of an actual racist. I'll show you an actual racist who thinks like this because these people are the actual racist. Uh, you're the one that's not in reality. And unfortunately, not enough people counter you. Too many people are scared to say the things that I'm saying. That's just me. There are other people saying as well, bigger channels. I get it. I'm not alone, but we need more people to say it. And I don't care if I'm a small channel or a big channel. I'm going to say it to you. You're the fucking idiot. You're the person that is not in reality. You're the one that needs to get lit on fire. And I'm going to watch you burn because I won't pee on you. I will pee next to you. You can sit in it. Maybe cool your butt. Okay. So him having said that, here is my response. Okay. I've read it. This was written by someone who has purposefully missed the point. He practically pepper sprayed the fucking point to ensure he could get around it so as not to touch it and dirty himself with an unwanted opinion. Truest, period, troll, period, ever, period. That was my response. The diversity octagon. Oh, shit, I made a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I made a thing. When this is, there are no marginalized people around to play with, then then you play. have to play in secret. No, you, you have to play online. You have to find these people and include them. This is the thing. This is what, of all the things to bitch about, natural uh, uh, organic uh, diversity from natural inclusion should it's be the, the last one. thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the dumbest one because that I'm literally saying play with anybody that doesn't break rules one and two. Play with anybody. It's Christmas season. Go play with everybody and anybody that wants to play that doesn't break rules one and two because you're going to have a bad game if you yeah. you don't want to have a bad game. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care what you do. Now, will I make jokes? Absolutely. Mockery is not hate. Get over it. People mock me all the time. I'm going to mock you. That's what adults do. That's how we get along in this world. Uh, you know, to, to say that well, you have to drop your game and go find those people. It's the only way that you'll let them know that they're included. Go grab them and bring them in. I'm not bringing anybody in. No, I don't fucking care. No, I'm, I'm not going on a mission. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not going, I'm not going to Africa spreading the word of Jesus. I'm not going to do that because it makes me feel like a dipshit. I'm not going to do that. Okay, that's one, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Okay, we need... 
You need three more. Six, seven and eight, and and we can roll on the diversity octagon. <laughs> <laughs> Define my well, yeah. See, I yeah, yeah. That changes daily. It's really hard to tell. Anyway, ever complain about racism? Right? Yeah. Well, it's, again, it goes back to that orc thing. The words used about orcs are the same word. By the way, 100% toxic orculinity. <laughs> uh, no, this, this whole thing here, uh, when, when, you're, when you're little, when, when you're a kid, and all you have is nothing or a bike, your friends are the kids who are around your age in your geographical area yeah. that you can actually get to. Those are your friends. As you get older and you get a car, you have now more friends because you can reach a larger geographic area. If you live in a Jewish community and you, for some reason, role play D and D you're probably going to be role playing with predominantly Jewish people and Jewish apparently is a religion and an ethnicity. So guess what? They're all going to be white. They're probably gonna have dark hair and they're, they're all going to sound like you. Is that your fault? No. Should you try and fix that? Should you actively go out of your way to bus in people from a different community? No. These are the people who are there. So those are the people you play with. Do not let anyone force you to put someone at your table because they think you should have other people there. Are they playing your game? No. Pound sand. Get out. See, th this, right, this comment right here is the exact opposite. It, it, it goes to the other extreme. Prior to the existence of safety tools, I had a player once object to a gay NPC existing in the game. Essentially through an X card because immorality. Um, look. No, that, 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 that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's wrong on the other the end. Yeah, yeah, ex yeah, exactly. Now, if you're shoehorning it in, if you're like, look, he's gay. And, you know, and it doesn't fit the and society. No reason. There's no yeah. reason for that person to be gay. Like a, an, an example of, of, a, of a good reason for sexuality. The, the bartender is straight. The reason that's important is because later on, his wife and child are going to be kidnapped. Mm. So he's married. So he's straight. There's a reason for him being straight. If the bartender is gay and his partner is taken, taken prisoner and the bartender gives you that adventure hook, then there's a reason the bartender is gay. It's the exact same thing. The bartender doesn't need a sexuality unless it's important to the story. Why, why give him one? Unless there's a reason. There's no reason to do it. Right. Well, I mean, so what are you supposed to do? It's like, uh, you know, when you're going through the, the, the stat block, it's going to, instead of say M or F, what's it going to say now? M, F, or T, or <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. Um, but the, the other the point H. that I wanted to... <laughs> H or B, homosexual H. or bisexual. Oh no, 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 no yes. this is this is for the characters. <laughs> I didn't this do that the... on purpose. <laughs> Bisexual would be BS. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, that just, I didn't do it on purpose. That just came out. But you know, when people are talking about, you know, the words and so forth, you know, these are the words used for orcs and they're also used for black people. I keep responding this uh, over and over again. Oh, they're also used for Vikings. Tell me how marginalized, or maybe not marginalized, tell me how, uh, how dark-skinned and, and person of color Vikings are. No, they're the people you're going after, and yet they're considered savages and so forth as well. So, you know. Raping and pillaging was their jam. Right? Oh, yeah. you just disparaged them. They weren't raping. They were they weren't? 
they were aggressively copulating. There you go. <laughs> God. Chuck, they, had to watch leave, but they had to leave before their partner could sign the consent form. God, it's not their fault. <laughs> it was a timetable thing. The boat oh, was literally you can, leaving. You can unconsent after the fact now. Ugh. Oh, let's see. I think I, I yeah, I think I am gonna put up that tweet. I wanna put up that tweet. Because it's it's part and parcel with this. Okay. I did this on Friday, so the people who watched uh, the chill stream on Friday, you, you probably already know what I'm gonna do. Actually go to Twitter. That'd be a good thing. Do 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 do. Why does it show gatekeepers? That's weird. Uh, uh oh, where'd it go? Did I lose a tweet? Somebody deleted on me? No. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, how do I get into it? Look there. I'm not a. I'm not good at the Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, well, my fault. You have to be careful about this because. Uh... Uh, you do not try and slut shame the bard. Oh yeah, mm. you get in trouble so, for that too. The the original post said this because fantasy is rooted in human culture, and human culture is pretty toxic. As one example, Tolkien's depictions of orcs is problematic as hell. It contains a lot of the stereotypes held for black people. Again, also for Vikings and Slavs. Yeah. And whoever was the demon at the gate that between the French and the British, I mean, come on. Um, well, the, the, that's not even the biggest problem. The, the biggest problem is the first sentence. Well, we'll, the, we'll get to that. The, the, the person writing this is a self-hating human. Yeah. Those depictions carried over to D&D &D as far as 3 and 4E and some in 5E. So this is what I want everybody to know. This is truth statement right here. Literally zero, zero stereotypes of black people. Why? Because they were tropes of orcs not stereotypes of black people. Now, the English language has limited words that we can use. There isn't a special thug adjective that you can use for orc that you can't use for a white person or a black person or something. There is no specific one. I mean, I guess you could say orcish or ogreish, but it has its own connotations. Ogreish usually means more disgusting than, but um, vile or... or uh, God, I keep forgetting some of the words that they used. Uh, um, savage. They were but, used for everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's you're stuck on this. So this is what a real racist looks like. Someone who sees a fantasy culture and confuses it with the real with a real world black person. Or creature, not culture. Jesus. Can you yeah, read my own typing? This, this is what you've done. You, you've literally looked at the description of a monster and said, that's a black or a person. game. Yeah. That's not on me. That's on you. Assets like this are heathen dog's favorite word, not people who club imaginary creatures in a game of make believe. And and this is what all these nonsense people are about. And you know, I, I had another tweet. I, I can't find it here, but uh, somebody said to me, "It's like, oh, this person doesn't even not see color. He doesn't see people." I was going to respond back, "Well, SJWs aren't people," but I decided I don't care at that mm. point. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's the first uh, line though. That that first line is is very telling. Because fantasy the is rooted in human culture, and human culture can be pretty toxic. Yep, self-hating human. Because 
you know, didn't say a specific culture, the broad human, like all culture. Then this, this off yourself. <laughs> thinks all culture, which this, which I imagine, un, un, unless this was, uh, this was Skynet that wrote that, <laughs> is a human. It means they hate their culture as well. So, uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> if if you really think that human culture is so bad, all of human culture is so bad, then off yourself because you're part of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you should leave the game. Just bow out. You're fine. Uh, I'm going to have to tell Gary about the diversity octagon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Heathen Dog has a new thing that he has to create now. <laughs> he has, to make, a, he has to make a PDF of a, a diversity octagon. It used, See, to no, be di- used to be diversity bingo. Now no, it's no, diversity here, octagon. Here's the thing. I'm going to get shit. Not from uh, gate- gatekeeper type people, but from SJW type people, because the first thing they're going to say is, there's more than eight. <laughs> well, then go back to the bingo idea. There you go. Yeah. I can believe people still think that a horror spend their time burning, looting, murdering, still think that they're standing for blacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bart is going to try to sleep with everybody anyway. That's not true. That's just a weird, that's a weird new phenomena. I that, that, is, that is Bard slut shaming. I have not seen that when I've had Bards in my games. There might be a little bit of enchantment going on in order to get information, but I've never seen the bard just sleep around like everybody talks about. Did that start in third edition or something? I'm I don't know when that started, but I don't know. Trying to stay away from that stuff. Regret cease being a thing. Now unconsent is something. Think, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but yeah. It's always someone else's fault now. Or it's going to be problem. Or <laughs> well, yeah. But but no, but that's your unconscious. But haven't you been to unconscious bias training yet? Thank you, federal government. Uh, that's your unconscious bias. See, you think that the orcs are fantasy, but not. Orcs are personification. That is the reality injected into a drawing or a thought or an, or an impulse or an idea. See, those things are all real now. That that doesn't make actual sense, but okay. Uh. We're looting is racist now. Oh, what? (laughs) We call it organized robbers. Yeah, I hear San Francisco's getting mad at people like for not uh, for not protecting the stores, but then for protecting the stores, you're called racist. Like what? Yeah. Venger identifies as an I don't know what Venger identifies as. He's Venger Satanus. He identifies as the next Anton Sander LeVay. I don't care. Which, by the way, if you read LeVay's book, you have to slap yourself. If, if I'm not saying Venger does this, but I'm saying if you're the Satanist that believes in what Anton Sander LeVay wrote, then you're a fucking retard. And here's why. He says in the book, uh, God can't exist with, I'm sorry, Satan can't exist without God or God can't exist without Satan. Then he says, there is no God. So what does that mean? <laughs> and yet there you are being a Satanist. <laughs> uh, I mean, they got, yeah, let's, uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stay th- away from the political stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to put those on the screen, but I do get what you guys are saying. Yeah, or some monster manual, therefore they are monsters. Well, I could put myself in the monster manual. Does that make me a monster? In Don't the game, it. yeah. Well, Don't say it. By <laughs> definition, in the game, it would make you a monster. Actually, if James Elkove is still watching, he used me as a monster in his little play test yesterday. You know, my baby face that I use? Yeah. He took that and put it on one of those little pogs, those little token pogs in there, yeah. and used it as a monster. It was awesome. It's good. Oh, uh, yeah, you can watch it. I think he still got it up on his channel. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, he's there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I wrote can instead of can't twice. Uh, so I do the same thing. I type you when I mean your a lot too for some reason. Let's say Eric's uh, rooster played. No, I write. <laughs> Max. Uh, I got. I, I, I should read these before I put them up. Sorry, I, I don't mind the comments, but I, I don't want to put them on the screen because I, I don't mind sociopolitics in regard to the game. I, I kind of want to stay away from it for reality. Uh, it's just the, the, the D &D cartoon, the the main the main bad guy. Yeah, he's just drawn evil. He's misunderstood. Put gnomes in the monster man. Well, they were in the monster man even in second edition, the monster compendiums. Yeah, because they they weren't they weren't player races. <laughs> Yeah, he he had that baby as a floating head, and it was like spewing this black stuff out there. <laughs> coochie coochie coo. Wait, what? Fuck Goodman games. The more I hear about them now, the more fuck Goodman games. But I used to like them too. I don't agree with everything Troll Lord Games does, but god damn it! Unless it was done as a if it's done as a tongue in cheek joke. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. I can handle a tongue-in-cheek joke, but nobody takes things like that nowadays. So if this was a joke, if it was, if it was good nature and have and everybody's having fun with it, then I give it two thumbs up. If this was done to, to make some sort of little commentary because uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics is now going woke, then fuck them. Well, yeah, humans are monsters too, yeah. I ain't no... Hey! Hey! I'm hey! No! I play gnomes. <laughs> uh... It was done, oh, it was done as a joke. Okay, okay, okay. In that case, then, like I said, I, I backtrack. Okay. Okay. Um, again, I didn't really have a lot for segment two. Actually, anything necessarily for segment two. So I think we covered a topic, and we'll keep it... Maybe we keep the stream a little shorter today. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, Cat? Excuse me. Oh, I'm about to start glowing over here because my cat decided to open the curtain. Oh man! Oh, what, what do we have here? Let's see, elves and humans. Oh, I already did that one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> gnomes are human too. No, they're not human. They're gnomes. Gnomes are gnomes. Oh. See, I made the mistake of telling them about what Elgarian did in Shout of the Avatar, where he had yep. that elf character made. Just for you. Yep. Just for me. <laughs> oh God. All right. Um, I think we bring people in. Okay. It's, we're getting to the point. Uh, well, end, end segment two, then. Yep, well, end segment two. It's over. All right, segment two is over. Bye. You want me to do it the right way? <laughs> yeah. Uh, segment two is over when I find the images that I need to find. First of all, we have a 3,000 subscriber giveaway. If you help us get to 3,000 subscribers, you could possibly win one of those five hardcovers shipped to you in nice, pristine condition. Not hermetically sealed, according to Crafty, anymore, because he oopsed his book. But it's still it's still packaged in uh, good. It's just no longer airtight. But uh, those are the five uh, hardcovers we plan on giving away. Depending on how much money we earn, we'll add more to that list. But right now we're kind of focused on gift cards because we want to. We can't ship these overseas. These will only go to our U.S. mailing address addresses, including APOFPO, but not Alaska and Hawaii. If you're Alaska, Hawaii, or international, we'll do gift cards. Probably drive through RPG, maybe Lulu, maybe something else. I don't know, but something that gives you a, a game. Maybe Amazon. Oh, there go the screens. Please follow us on Discord. Locals, Redbubble. Buy our merch on Redbubble. You will love our merch on Redbubble. We've actually started selling a little more of it, so I appreciate that. Thank you very much for everybody who buys a little something of Legion of Myth. And we have family-friendly and not-so-family-friendly. 
And of course, you can follow us on our website, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, PayPal. I, I, I've been bad about Odyssey. I apologize to all the people watching Odyssey. I love Odyssey. I do. I wish it had a pop-out. That's the one thing it needs. It needs a pop-out for the chat. But uh, I love Odyssey. Uh, I wish everything could be done on Odyssey right now, but unfortunately, it's not the 800-pound gorilla. But if you can get, make an Odyssey account, follow and watch our videos there. Uh, comment. I'll get to them within two or three months. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do better. Trying to do better. I, I, I would dump Twitch and YouTube in an instant to use Odyssey if it really had the reach that, uh, that the rest had, but it doesn't. So there we go. All right. Now it's time for segment three. And you know the rule for segment three. Oh, do you want to put the link out or do you want me to? I got it. Okay. Um, if you're ready to join us, if you're a follower, subscriber, stay on topic, be pithy, watch the language. Uh, you know, somebody commented to me and says, you say be pithy, but do you never make people be pithy? That's, you know, well, kind of true. Gonna, I'm going to be the bad guy today. Oh, man. If you go off topic, I'm going I'm to try and gutter ball you. If you Ooh. fight it, you're gone. Ooh, heathen dog. Pulling no out. He already warning. banned somebody today in chat. Jeez, heathen Marm is back. Even the marm. <laughs> if I had a ruler, I'd get it. <laughs> nice. I, uh, I have a screwdriver. Ooh, that might be worth screwdriver. Well, yeah. not, not the metal end, this end. <laughs> so uh, the link is out there in Chatland. Oop, let me get the segment three thingy up. Oop. Public forum. That's right. You can come. So share says bring it. If you want to talk about uh, RP Gate or, or or people you've met in your life that that have misinterpreted it or actively go against it for their own reason, let's talk about that. If you want to talk about Toon, definitely we can talk about that. But those are the those are the two things you're allowed to talk about. Well, and Toon, 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 or I would say any cartoon type game. It, maybe you played another one that wasn't exactly Toon but has the same feel. I'll listen to that topic. Oh, uh, Ravensler has a question. He didn't come in, so it's off topic, but that's okay. That wasn't part of my rules. Uh, <laughs> when you bring, when you plan to bring the seven days of die server back online, once alpha 20 becomes standard and not experimental, I'm going to restart the server. But the, but you can watch heathen dog, try to captain a ship. A we starship. Have, uh, but we're currently playing star Trek bridge crew on Thursdays and, and Saturdays. But uh, I will put the server back online because I have unlimited internet. I don't have a cap. You know, the, the whole, you know, fiber thing took away my cap so I can have it on. And uh, I'll be starting. It'll be a, a fresh. It'll be a fresh deal. It'll be a randomly generated world. Now, what are your rules about people jumping in and joining you on your server? Oh, um, don't be a dick to other people. I, I thought I thought they also had to be a paid member of some sort. No, 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 no. If, if uh, I'm I'm taking that away because, oh. uh, like I said, that I've I've already recouped my payment for all of the all of the hardware. Oh, okay. And I'm not gonna not, subscribers because it costs electricity. No, no. I mean, you do you. It's your server. So. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, no, I'm not not doing that. It, the, the only thing okay. now it costing me is the is the sixty watts an hour that it takes to power the server under load. That's that's all that's all it does now. So it's not a thing, you know. The 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 seventeen hundred X that's running it and the the thirty two gig of RAM have been bought and paid for a long time ago. Their cost has been recouped. Ravensler has not been watching your content because he just called it Star Trek Online. Yeah, Bridge uh, Crew. Star Trek Bridge Crew is the uh, formerly only uh, VR uh, 
uh, Star Trek game where you and three of your friends take up stations on the bridge and you have to work together to run the ship properly to succeed in the missions. And they took it away from VR so you can play it with a mouse and keyboard now or a controller. And so those of us without VR can now play it. And we're having, for the most part, fun. Uh, the original Enterprise was uh, <laughs> That was a struggle. I say, I say learn it. Everybody learns one station. That's the one time where I'd say if you all just learn one station instead of swapping around, that might be yeah. best. But I, I liked it. Like when you were going through the engineering stuff and I seen that little that little arc, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember that from the show and it was moving. I was like, that's cool. See, I liked that. I thought it felt right. I, and I do agree with you, as we said at the beginning of the stream, but I'll say, or maybe it was before the stream. Uh, yeah, the fact that you had to turn and look on that one probably means the engineering position isn't the best one to stream, but yeah. I'd really love to see those other ones. And if you can get good at them, like if you're good at captain and Garthon's good at, uh, what does Garthon do usually? He's, uh, uh, he's usually either, well, he, last night he did helm and engineering. Yeah, usually he's Sheris's helm, isn't he? Yes, Sheris is, yeah. the, best, is the best pilot. Okay, so, so if you have him do helm, you have Mar Hawkman do engineering. Uh, yep. So shares his weapons and your captain, because I think that's where you have your best layout. Um, and you just learn those one positions for the old ship. I think it'd be fun. I, I, cause I really like the look of, of how that was personally. And it really felt like you said, it was like in a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> you felt like you were actually, it was more stressful. Yeah, it was very stressful. And yes, you play without VR. Now, now you can play without VR before you had to have a VR rig to play the game. Now you don't. 1.21 gigawatts great scott <laughs> uh no uh heathen dog i think buried deep rock galactic in the backyard like he no, did no, with no. Uh... It, 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 it's not the level of the game that shall not be named but uh <laughs> it was yeah I, I i took it off my steam there there are a lot of people that uh we're not getting anybody i think you scared my hawkman away he's gonna finally lose his punch card Let's give out the the link again. If you wanna if you wanna join us on the stream, all you need is a mic. You don't need a camera. All you need is a, a working mic, and uh, you can ask us anything about what we talked about today. Anything about tune, or anything about hashtag RPGate. Oh, he gets his card. All right, Mar Hawkman Ooh, gets Hit another me, stamp on Hit there. Me. What do you got? Oh, uh, dang it! I forgot something. Um, one sec. <laughs> All right, that's pithy. Have a nice day. Have a good one. <laughs> no, no, I, I I was switching the the audio output device to my headset because I, I okay. uh, good plan. Anyway, um, well, uh, you guys were talking about people, you know, playing RPGs, but more or less playing themselves in the RPG earlier, and one of the things that th that I first thought of is that. I've known a lot of people that effectively did that in RPGs. A well, we did it as a trope. Like we'd run an adventure. Okay, guys, after high school, be like, okay, just make who you think you are. I said this on an, on an episode somewhere where we got into lots of arguments over that. You don't have a 15 charisma. You're yeah, yeah, that you know? caused a lot of arguments. Yeah, like uh, there, there have been times when, when both of us have actually told the player characters to don't roll stats, roll stats what you, what you think you have and everyone else has one veto <laughs> on 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 your stats and you have to adjust it up or down to, depending on on how how they vetoed it and then you and then you play yourself in the fantasy world so that's really the only time where you're playing yourself every but other it's time it's designed that way yeah you literally are not able to play yourself and if you if you put real world 
uh, politics or social <laughs> behavior or whatever into the game, you're not playing your character because your character does not have any of these things because they grew up in Eberron or they, or, or they, they, they grew up in, uh, uh, in bar save or that, you know, all of the, all of the human America or Europe or, or, or Russian, there you go, or, or, or Russian, uh, you know, learned culture or behavior doesn't exist there. So if you play yourself, you're literally doing it wrong. Well, see that that's, that's what the, when the, one of the things that, uh, that's the best way to put this. I guess what a simpler way of putting it is that uh, uh, some people they're not really like trying to be themselves as they would if they were in the setting, but it's just that creating a character they they create a a character that I guess you could say <laughs> reflects their personality in ways that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Uh, just because uh, that's the way they see themselves, but unintentionally. Okay. So, so well, what we did in ours is we actually, we didn't have one veto when we did ours. We all talked about it. Matter of fact, you kind of couldn't do your own stats. You'd, you'd give a baseline and people be like, no, yeah, no, yeah, whatever. But still people ended out with like, you're not a gymnast, but somehow you have a 17 dexterity. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. But the, the whole thing where, where, you're you're putting your own values on the character that's fine if it makes sense in the world if you grew up in a culture that has slaves you better have a real good reason why you are the lone voice of of dissent amongst of 99 of the world that you know of being slave owners you better have a really good reason also and if you actively go against that there's going to be reaction to you yeah, and it's going to be so, unfavorable. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah. well, uh, well, what I was just thinking of though was was not something that um, strongly worded, more like uh, so, so subtle things like you know this. Uh, okay, this is a specific real world example, but okay. is this this person who in real life you know loves animals and is that. Sure. And it's like, ee, kitten, uh, and you know, li li likes to play with cats and stuff like that. And they make a character that also does that because of the fact that that's just what they like to do. Right. It's, it's not, but that that's not representation necessarily, though. Oh, I, I I know, I know, I know, I know. But see, that, that the whole thing though is that some people don't see the difference between that and representation. Oh. <laughs> is that is is that it's like uh, uh it's 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 one of those weird things where it's like trying to explain it properly means i don't it's like the linguistic equivalent of doing a backward somersault uh yeah, yeah. but uh the, what what you're describing there is more like uh role-playing quirks that yeah. that you happen to have in real life as well as mm -hmm. long as they fit into the framework of the world that your character lives in it's absolutely fine, hundred percent fine. Like, like, like one thing I, I've noticed that that is a personal quirk I have is my characters. Whenever they find things that are written down, it's like, oh, okay, I, I, I should make a copy of this, and you know, I'll just do that because I can. And 
just you make like, a copy of it because you in real life know that things can be lost or damaged and you still want that information. Yeah, exactly. And and so you your you yourself project that onto your character and so your character does that. Which is fine. I mean, I can't imagine a story structure that won't support that. I can't imagine one. But it's Unless, it's you no know, paper is unheard of and nobody writes well, anything down. Then you're screwed. I, I, I mean, like you know, like in that Call of Cthulhu game we did, you know, it's like I didn't necessarily have my character like actually like write everything down, but you know, pay close attention to right. all of the things. That's fine. And there's fine. there, well, the, but the, there's the, there's the one there's one other thing on top of that though. They keep changing definitions. Mm, well, that, that's that's a pretty big what, issue. That uh, that uh, you know what what you said. You know, two weeks ago, it means something different now, and then they, they that, try to pervert those definitions to use against you. That's exactly what I was getting at, though, with with uh, the whole like people conflating uh, playing what you like with uh, not, you know, being a, a fantasy setting is that some people don't s seem to distinguish the difference between uh, playing a character that isn't you. And playing a character that is noticeably different than you. But they think that noticeably different is skin color, and they don't understand that orcs are a completely different beast altogether. Elves are alien. Dwarves are, I mean, for lack of yeah. a better word, they're also alien. They're not, they're not, they don't think like us, they don't act like us. When you have a thousand years to live or 250 years to live, or you know. You have a well, different well, worldview, and it, and that that affects your thoughts and actions. Right, right, right. You've yeah, evolved you to, differently. Yeah, but I, I wasn't like specifically going with that though. But this was more like the whole like um, escapism thing. Is that uh, when people are trying to escape from real world problems, they don't necessarily create a construct of well, uh, well a, a construct of themselves in the game world that is fully divorced from who they are in real life because they're just playing a character that feels comfortable to them. Okay. All right. Well, it, I equate that to uh, bad actors that, that constantly get parts. Well, in, 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 no, in no, 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 hang on, hang on. Think, think of it this way. Uh, you, you know, of an actor that has been in a lot of different movies, but seems to always play the same character. Like they always cast. sound the same. They always act the same. They always have the same sense of humor. Always have this, always have that. They're bad actors, but they're handsome or they're intelligent or they're funny. So they keep getting parts. They just play themselves mm -hmm. in, in different scenarios. That's, that, 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 that's kind of like a bad role player. You know, they just play themselves in different scenarios. They're, they don't mean to put themselves in the game. It's just that they don't know how to do it any other way. Yeah, that's the, the, that's kind of what I was getting at. Just, but yeah. it's in, in in a lot of cases though, it's because the person really isn't trying to make a character that's different from right. who yeah, they are yeah. in real but life. The, you can do that; that's fine. But keep your baggage out of it, unless well, it also exists in the game. But uh, part of the reason why I was mentioning this though is because then you have the uh, other people who are watching them do that and don't understand why they made the character that way and then start complaining uh, uh, to a third party uh, such as yourselves uh, about how I, uh, about the whole idea that, you know, uh, it's supposed to be escapism. It's like, what, what do you mean you can't uh, play yourself in, in a TTRPG? It's like, 
they're mixing things up and then yeah, complaining about the fact that yeah. uh, after they mix things up, they this things don't line up properly. Yeah, well, that's because they're they're delusional. Missing the point. Yeah, or or just been conned out of what the actual point is. Either way, I, you know, a lot of them are sheeple. That's that's why I remember SJWs aren't people. Not people. All right. All right um, yeah. in, anything about Tune or uh, what else? Otherwise, Hasta. I know uh, Unscripted Unchained said that he wanted to come in. I don't know yeah, if he I, got the link or I not. I put out the link again. Oh, he it's wants it in Discord. Uh, Marhawk, oh. I have a question for you. He, he might be okay. watching on tablet. I, I have a question for you. Um, would you, like like Max and I, uh, we have admitted that playing or running Tune would be challenging because we have played and run so many other much more serious games, it would take a lot for us to get in the mindset required to have fun playing tune. Do you have that same, would you have that same problem in your opinion? And if so, we're not, why? Uh, you may not have noticed, but I, I put a comment into chat about how uh, some people who know me in real life uh, uh, call me grumpy cat because yeah. I'm, you know, not particularly, I guess, amusing. Your, 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 your default attitude is curmudgeon. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, you would have a that's problem. That's curmudgeon. What the hell am I? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're a dick. But <laughs> so, so, uh, so you, would, just play so tune. you would probably have, have an issue running or playing this game just because it's too frivolous. Oh, I mean, me personally, uh, it's going back to the whole like uh, playing characters that you like to play thing. Uh, what, what I what my natural inclination would be for this setting would be a character like Garfield, who is known for uh, smacking Odie for being too cheerful. <laughs> OK, you know what? If if uh, if that kind of character would fit, then that that will work out. You could also be uh, uh, who's that? Who's that downer dog? The the droopy? bloodhound dog that only dog like this. Is that Droopy? It's, yeah, Droopy. That's it. Yeah, you know he, he was he was a downer all the time. Uh, Eeyore from uh, from Oh uh, God, Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, Eeyore, you know he was a cartoon, so you could play an Eeyore too. I mean, there is room for you, but you still need to get in the mindset that the ridiculous is okay. Hmm. Yeah. For, yeah. You need to be less Eeyore and more Ti Double Gear. No, 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 no. You can be Eeyore, but still accept the absolute ridiculous as normal. You know, actually, yeah, because Eeyore Eeyore has a role to play in the whole yeah. Christopher Robin Winnie the Pooh stuff. So yes. yeah, yeah. So do you think you'd be able to do that, even if the the animator got you a, a, a droopy dog or or Eeyore type character to play? Do you think you could pull it off? Ah, uh, maybe I don't know. It's it, it's one of those things. It's like the, uh, the, the concept of the setting just doesn't fill me with excitement. Let's put it that I, way. I foresee that he'd have lots of boggles as he's sitting there trying to think of his next action. The animator's like, "Okay, you're you're boggled next." I foresee a lot. Yeah, of that. probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you, Mar Hawkman. Yep. Alrighty. It's time to talk to DM Bloodward, sir. How are you doing today? All right. Okay, Remember, how's everybody doing? We're doing <laughs> oh, well. Remember. So I was having trouble trying to figure out how to, you know, I don't typically link through um, link through Twitch to get to mm -hmm. Steamyards, so it was a bit uh, a bit confusing. I, I generally only go through Discord. Uh, okay. Oh no, no. Uh, 
I, I get what you're saying. Like that, we posted a link in, in the chat. You should just been able to click on it, and come right in. Yeah, but I didn't have it on my computer. I had it on my oh. laptop, on my iPad. Oh, okay, so, that's yeah. that's what I said too. I was like, oh, he might be watching a tablet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so I, I mean, one thing, one thing that um, when when Mahakam was talking about the um, representation in in the game, I think I think one of the things that um, in general, what they're looking for is they're looking for affirmation. Social acceptance. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's like, they, they feel that no matter what they're looking to portray, uh, it's, it's only going to be positively reinforced at the gaming table. That's so odd because you know, during our time, we did the exact opposite. We were already getting bullied. The last thing I wanted to do is play somebody who's getting bullied here to, to no, play no, the same I, yeah. scrawny two, you know, hundred pound weakling that I was there, you know? Yeah, it's almost like they use the they use the table to be a testing a testing site yeah. for their you know for their exploration you know uh, for their personal exploration. So it's like, well, you know, um, I mean, I, I I can't put myself into their shoes, but what I can imagine some might be doing is, uh, you know, they they might be seeing well if i get accepted here at this table let's say that they're there's someone who hasn't come out yet well they're going to have their character come out all right as a testing to see what the response is to their character before they do it in real life now it's almost like a captive audience or it's an audience that is that is not going to respond the same way you know, right. because they're, you know, the other players at the table or the DM at the table is thinking, you know, well, this is just your character. This is, you know, you yeah. know, this is just and and not think that 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 individual is going going through that. Right. You know? right. The and, and there's something to be said is, for setting. Yeah. The, the, the setting's important. Is actually using the players as a sociopolitical survey group. Mm -hmm. and they're the and and the players don't know it so they're going to give bad information <laughs> i mean it's yeah. so, so like if you do that in say a sci-fi setting or a modern setting it's not such a big deal if you do that in a more in traditional a fantasy, setting, fantasy yeah. setting that could be a problem yeah i mean because be, because if the other players react to that news like other people in that world would you might get the wrong idea yeah well I, and and that's the thing and and then there's the there's the individuals on the outside of that dynamic, you know, like the, the Twitter, which are really, you know, um, you know, the, the Twitter people that are, that are really gaming adjacent. Cause I don't think they actually play any of the games and um, they will jump on that and say, Oh, you see, you see, that's the gatekeeping we're talking about. You know, they're, they're hoping for and looking for any kind of a pushback. So that they can then jump in and say, you see, this is what it's been like all along. And then this is what we've been saying all along. The like thing is, is they don't know what it's been like all along because they weren't there. These yeah. people are in their 20s, maybe sometimes their 30s. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't there all along because I didn't play in the right. 70s. I didn't start playing until the 80s. But I was definitely there during the satanic panic. I was definitely there when you got bullied for playing the games. I kind of hate that word. Uh, you know, so nothing. When it's mainstream, you don't get to say that you're gatekept. I don't care what you're playing or what you're doing. With when what you're doing is mainstream, you haven't been kept out of anything. Right. Yeah. 
No, that's, a, that's an absolute like like show me the evidence. Like I, yeah. I want to see evidence of of actual gatekeeping. And don't don't tell me there there's there's one table I came across, you know, that did that. Um, that's just a group of assholes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it, yeah, what uh, one one example does not a societal problem make? Right. right. Sorry. My anecdote is bigger than your facts. No, nope. sorry, brother. <laughs> your anecdote compared to any fact is shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I had one more point to make on well, that. No, I, I, think I, have I, a, I have a point. Um, the what what they don't understand is that hmm. it's it's not that. Uh, in, in in your example, the, the 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 person tried to test out coming out at the gaming table, and then let let's say that that the gaming table did not respond favorably to this because it wasn't in the world or it wasn't this wasn't that, and you you blame the table. Well, the rest of the table got inadvertently pulled into your trap. Mm -hmm. weren't weren't told that 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 uh, they were supposed to be a survey group today. And they gave you the answer you didn't want with information you didn't give them. They're the ones who were hoodwinked, not right? you. Right. Well, and, and, and the other, the thing I was going to say is this goes, whether intentional or not, this goes, oh, this goes into the whole, you know, therapy versus therapeutic thing where yes, I will fully sit here and say that playing a role-playing game can be therapeutic because it was my way of escaping some things that were happening. Don't punch the microphone in real life. Uh, you know, it helped me be that powerful guy that was either casting a spell or slicing an ogre in half, whatever. Not intentionally. So, you know, I didn't go there. I've got to go seek my therapy. It's just, it happened through the course of meeting new friends, playing the games, finding this escapism, realizing that, Hey, you know what? Life could be worse. Things are a struggle, but they're turning it from therapeutic into straight up therapy or at least that's what they want it to be and you see it all over the place you see Dungeons and dragons talks about us being therapy you see en world talking about us being therapy shit isn't therapy this shit is therapeutic am i getting paid 200 dollars an hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm certainly not your therapist then keep your shit to yourself yeah the other thing is is that they they don't those individuals that are looking to turn your gaming table into a therapeutic session they don't come to the table with that transparency of saying, no, you know, I'm here. They want to trick you into making their life better for them. And I'm like, what? Uh, uh. Yeah, it's like if they came to the table and said, "Oh, listen, by the way, I'm 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 going to play my character a certain way because I want to explore and work my my own issues out." And no, thank you for being honest. Fuck off. Yeah. Then it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, you know, we're 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 cool with that. Then fine. You know, but if the table says, no, we're sorry, you know, we're, you know, we're just here to play a game. You know, we're not certified to, to help you yeah. work those things out. If you kill yourself, you're not going to trick me into feeling guilty because, because right. I, I treated you know. your character wrong or, or, or I, I did your character dirty in this way. Therefore, I'm a little bit responsible for you committing suicide. You can take that shit and fuck off and die. What? You no. killed my character. No. You killed my, I, I'm done with you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that's then, what I'm scared is going to happen, though. Then I mean, they go shoot up a school, and suddenly it's my fault. No. I mean, we, we, a lot of this stuff's happening. You know, happening in the '80s. So I'm like I said, I'm worried about it. Is it just turning around, going full bore again? Like, yeah, some, but yeah, Monsters and Maze is an example. You know, is, is is getting fucking. It's it's been the last ten years. It's been vogue. It's been, wait, it's wait, been oh. the in thing to do. What is this about audio being out? Whose audio is out? Oh, the whiskey therapy. There you go. 
But uh, if I said here, uh, our, I mean, I hear everybody here. Hopefully, you I, all yeah, hear, I hear everybody people. here. Screw the I viewers. choose not to hear heathen dog. Okay, you'll drop the band hammer right, later. Jarris, uh, big mouth. Uh, here we go. Get ready to be banned. <laughs> if, you, if, if your question is not about tune, oh no, I, 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 I already brought RPG it up. Date, I will burn you down. <laughs> right, I, since shit, wait, since Sheris is here and he hasn't heard my little rant, uh, hey, you guys need to play the old Star uh, Starship more often. Learn how to play your fucking station and uh, stop whining about hey, it. I, right? I, I was just gonna bring that up since Sharis is here because <laughs> last night I think it was the first time that I actually listened to that stream and and. You know, I'm sitting there thinking about, all right, so Star Trek, this is pretty cool because I had no idea, like, what, you know, what I was going to be watching, you know, and um, I'm listening to Heathen Dog, and it's like, shit, all right, do this, shit, do that. <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't remember Star Trek captains saying shit so often, you know, um, but uh, but the the commands, I know when he was saying, you know, turn, you know, turn 180 degrees here, do, do the, like, the, the commands... You know, and and your your group's like follow through to everything was was pretty cool. But I, I was I was watching and just laughing as as everything just started. You know, the shit started hitting the fan, and everything started. All systems started going down. I was like, oh, this <laughs> yeah, with the air. Well, you know, that's what happens in real life. You know, the every plan is destroyed by first contact with the enemy so we had a plan and then, then we hit resistance and then it all fell apart that's well it's funny because like that's a, that's a nice Tyson quote he says <laughs> everybody has a plan until the first until they get punched in the face right yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, it's, exactly. i think it started with Patton. uh didn't Patton say that uh you uh, with the enemy yeah yeah it doesn't survive first contact but uh see gartha and i had this discussion a while ago because he doesn't like that i cuss so much as a couple years ago and i'm like everybody i know cusses and because i work for the military and so forth and that's just how it is you, like, you can be as per you could be as professional as you want but once shit starts happening you're just like get your ass over there and fucking push the phaser button what all right, the hell is all right. bring it back <laughs> Share us. <laughs> no, my, my point earlier was is, and I mentioned it already, was I'm afraid that the 80s is going to turn, we're, we're going to repeat the 80s, like the whole scare of people hurting themselves. Um, because now, supposedly, this is some type of counseling session for D&D or whatnot. So that's what I'm worried about is you got these little kids who decide to take that they're getting bullied in a game because somebody else's character is picking on them and they go, cry to their mom or they, they or stretch themselves up or life. yeah, yeah. cut themselves. Okay. No, that, that, that is another danger. It, it's, it's not this, just the danger of bringing your baggage to the game. Broken people will take bad things that happen to a character they ran that doesn't exist and bring it to real life mm -hmm. and go, go, go climb a clock tower and start killing folk. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Right. But that, that's not a game. The game isn't going to help. These people have one thing in common. They're crazy. Yeah. There is no, there's nothing you can do as a non-medical professional to stop them from doing anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. They, they were going to climb that clock tower, whether or not you, you punch their dwarf in the face or what doesn't matter. They were going to be on that clock tower. Maybe it would have been tomorrow. Maybe it would have been next week, but they were still going to be shooting folk and still is not going to be your fault. <laughs> I agree. But I, like I said, I just, I don't want to see the hobby take a hit. Now I gotta DM blow. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Well, the hobby take a hit. What are you talking about? Well, well I mean, no, like, no. To, to get, like to get blamed for for the hobby's already taken that. 
the thing is, is, is just don't accept it. We didn't accept the satanic panic. Even when I, know, I was Lutheran, I we don't, we no, just no, don't I, accept it now. I, I get his problem. If, if, if D and D starts getting more and more used for therapy, that means it's going to be blamed when the, when the, when the person taking the therapy still does bad things. Sting It'll be look for another panic, the psychiatric panic. <laughs> so I uh, DM Bloodworth. You said you do, you do um, session zeros, right? Yes, to a to a limited extent. Yes. How do you screen out someone like this? Like, how would you know that this person might be potentially be an issue that they may either take this stuff home or use this as a psychological you can't thing? He's, he's not yeah, you know what? The closest that I've that I've come to identifying somebody like that was when they just seem to be putting way too much into their character too and much emotion. And and wanting to always be in the spotlight, and you know, as they progressively got worse over time, and and this was rapid, you know, this was like uh, maybe across maybe four sessions. So within a month, you know, the person started with, oh, well, I want to play this kind of a character, and and whatever, and you know, he was like, do you have any problem with uh, with me playing a female character? No. Well, my female character wants to worship this this goddess of lust and blah blah blah. All right, fine, you know, whatever. Then, well, she wants to now have some, you know, and just progressively got more and more and more, you know, yeah. to the point that it was like it, it it started becoming cringy, you know, and you you notice cringy when it when it when it comes up, it, you know, it's like oh, all right, now you're you've crossed a line here. And it, it just the rest of the the group was like, dude, you got to talk to him. He's just far, far too, you know, too much, you know, at this point. And it's like, hey, you know what? There's uh, there's six other players here. Everybody wants to shine. I understand that. But, you know, it's not always going to always be about you. And then the guy broke out crying, crying, like actual bawling. You know, and then I was like, ah, you know what? And you're unstable. You're too unstable for my game. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, the, the the those are signs that that the player is too emotionally invested in their character, and that never ends well. Yeah, yeah, and and then fortunately, I mean, he took himself out of the out of the game. So I was like, whew, thank gosh, we didn't have to. Well, just the say, thing now is, if he does something bad, people can try and blame you. Well, I never told him anything. We're try. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna share the time, you know. So, yeah. but hey, it, it's so that's that's the closest to answer answer Sheriff's Sheriff's uh, question. Now, if they were much more open, and you know, if they come to my table, and my table's a virtual table now, anyway. But if they came to my table, even a virtual table, and said, "Oh, I've submitted with you a uh, a, a consent form." That's it right there. Done. Yeah, you're gone. Uh, we, yeah. we got bad connect. Uh, ca, ca, ca. <laughs> it's like those people who go to restaurants with their with their allergy cards. I'm I'm allergic to these things in my in your game. I'll be like, huh, this is all we serve here. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird how that uh, turned out. Fuck off and die. Thanks for no, answering the uh, question before I take off. Okay, go ahead. I, no, no, that's it. Thank you for answering. I'm gonna go ahead and take off now. All right. Thank oh, you. Okay. Have a good one. Later. But uh, um, to to talk about Sheriff's question a little bit more. There is no way that a non uh, 
a trained person can reliably weed out someone who's who's going to use your game as 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 an excuse to to blow up a subway or or climb a clock tower or shoot up a school. There's no reliable way. There's no way you can you can logically be be blamed for not seeing the signs or whatever because on unless you're a, you're a trained psychotherapist or or a psychiatrist or whatever, you aren't supposed to see these signs. You're playing a game. You're not supposed to be looking into the depths of the darkness in someone's soul. You're mm. supposed to be playing a goddamn game. And they want to change it into something that is more than that. But to do that, you need therapists running the game. And I don't think a game like that would be fun for someone who's But even, even with therapists, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but you know my whole story about how I got my Article 15 when I was in the Air Force and how yeah. you know what, what happened to that dude and so forth. He was just fucking nutters, man. He was just out. His brain is on the... Well, it's not anymore, but his brain was on the side of a car when all was said and done years later. Uh, but that's because he was a nutcase and killed a couple of people. You know, there's just some people that can't be helped. So even if you are a therapist, you can't help everybody. Yeah, some people and, are and just what you did to him, which we won't go over now because there, there, I no didn't one, do him. No one, I didn't do no anything physically harmed in this. All right, come on, stop it. But uh, your your actions against him was a, was a pebble in his mind. Yeah. On top of on top of oh, a lifetime of yeah, yeah, you did not force him to 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 do bad things to people. All right, it didn't happen. You you didn't do that. Yours was not the last straw. And even if it was, there were all the straws before that that you had nothing to do with. And all the straws that came after. All right? And you, as an 18-year-old, did not see the, the signs that he was going to become a shooter. Why? Because you weren't trained to do that. And frankly, you didn't care to look. Well, which... and my interactions with him were that, but like I had seen the yeah. guy in the hallway. Yeah. We had a total <laughs> of probably, what, 20 minutes of interaction with this guy? I, I, one of the Friday night streams, I'd actually, I didn't tell the whole story, but I pointed out who it was and, and so forth. I, have you ever, what? What? Are you sure have you met Max? Right? <laughs> so, he actually yeah, has. Uh, yeah. Keep the therapy that that's too much of your problem at the table that you're trying to dump on the table to make it everybody's problem. And it's not, mm -hmm. it's not everybody's problem. It's your problem. Keep it away from your character. Keep it away from the table. We're not your therapy dogs. We, we're, we're, not, we're not here to make you feel better about your life choices. We're here to play a game. If you're here to do help, something else, help. walk off over there. Um, all right. I was given a little extra time here in case Chimerian wanted to come in because Baron G-Rock was trying to push him to come in here. But uh, I, I think uh, unless anybody comes in like the next 10, 20 seconds, I think we call it an episode. What do you think? That is a really good one. Uh, he he did say, as someone yeah. who has played a game with a clinical psychologist, they immediately stated, I'm not here to treat any of you. I'm here to stab somebody. Well, mm -hmm. apparently, it sounds like he's using therapy. <laughs> wait, wait, you, don't have, you don't have to be on camera. You're allowed to pop in without the camera on. Yeah. <laughs> like, just don't tell us you're naked because I might vision. No. <laughs> that requires clothes. <laughs> All right. So. Cool. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, Dan Bloodworth, uh, going to send you on your way now, but thank you for coming in. I appreciate yep. the commentary. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thank you for filling in for Heathen Dog last week. Yes. yes. He didn't realize no I got finished the last, series. I was able to catch the last 40 minutes. <laughs> well, you know where to find the first four hours. In <laughs> yeah, I know. It was, yeah, so 
The, if you caught the last 40 minutes, that I, I think that was the, the part that I missed. I was done. Yeah, I was yeah like, you, you were checked out. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, My no, that, 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 that's out. a different stream. That's a different one. No, this was last Sunday. Oh, okay. One, Castles yeah, and Crusades. It was about 5.30, 5.40 is when I, when I came okay. in. There was only another 20 minutes left, 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're becoming a blur. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> When he backed up and I always wear shorts. You always in fact, was, somebody thought I was wearing some sort of like Speedos or something one day. It's like, no, I, I always wear PJs. See? That was the 70. I, I mean, it's 7,000 degrees here in Alabama. I'm from Minnesota. I can wear shorts constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's 58 degrees there. All right, Dan Bloodworth, thank you very much again. You're All right, have a good one, guys. All right. So thank uh, Sheriff Mar Hawkman and Dean Bloodworth for coming in. I think this is going to be our shortest stream in a while. Only three hours and 20 minutes. You believe that? And wow. we even kind of dragged on the segment three a little bit. A little bit. Awesome. Yeah. Remember, next week for everybody, we're going to go through. And what's interesting about this, and I say the word interesting in only the context of this is why I'm going to cover it. I really don't remember what's in here is the fact that it covers gamer nerd topics like call of Cthulhu and dungeons and dragons yeah. and star Trek and Tunifying things you may already know. Yeah. So yeah. I, we're going to, we're going to end the year on, on some positivity yes. and hopefully we Tunify have a second to your life, brother. And uh, <laughs> tunify your life. And just remember also, if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover, especially with a segment two type topic, go ahead and post it on our Discord. And we have a few people that do that. Um, sometimes we're not as interested in things uh, as you guys are, uh, like the whole Watsy versus TSR thing. I just don't care. Uh, you know, but sometimes we're more interested than you guys are, and we can run with it for a while. So if you've got any suggestions for us, please come by. And thank you, James Elko, for making a baby pog <laughs> of Max for your game uh that, that was good if, if he's got the video still up it's actually interesting i'm typing on the sides you know as <laughs> well while he's doing that uh what's this uh gave gave into the fiend <laughs> that's right you just fetishized oh look at that eh, you can asmr oh, that not a trademark nope nope, got nope. <laughs> oh no <New> trademark <laughs> it's the new michael jordan uh last week's dmb on the show was great yes yes he was great we like that. That's why we have segment three, so we have more people come in. I've been meaning to put the the link out there for segment two sometimes too, but I keep forgetting. Also, between Heathen Dog and I, we bounce off each other so much. Anyway, sometimes you get a third person, and you're just like, "Shut up, we're talking." Yeah, yeah. Actually, Nerdy Ogre, uh, if if you really want to tackle your inner demons, you have to go to Scientology and get clear. <laughs> your thetons or whatever they call thetamins. Yep. <laughs> Theta radiation or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh where are where are these brands here uh all right remember 3,000 subscriber giveaway you guys are watching this right now already know about that half our super chats go there what did we get today we did get some bits so that's pretty cool thank you very much for the bits anything else i want to put on here well i'm gonna put this one up because heathen dog is streaming on thursdays and saturdays what time is it on thursdays and saturdays for you streaming star trek bridge crew it's actually very interesting i gotta tell you guys it's it's fun to watch because they're all actually playing these positions as if you're watching the show and that's at uh, Thursdays at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern, and Saturdays at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Uh, it de depending on how quick the missions are, we all get a shot at the captain's chair. So we all take different positions. And if you want to see all the positions at one time, we're also now throwing a multi-stream link so you can see everyone who's streaming from their position.
mm-hmm. at the same time. That, that was fun. Uh, even though Garthon was having his internet problems and somebody else yeah, wasn't was even having, doing it. Yeah, even his audio was shaky at times. So yeah, he was having internet issues. Yeah, I heard that. I was going to complain, but then you, somebody mentioned something about internet issues. I said, okay, I won't complain because I said, what the hell's going on with his audio? And you get to watch them blow up. Yes, you get yeah, to watch them. Blew up. We blew up last night. I think we blown up a total of f- three or four times. Look, you have all the excuse in the world to blow up when you were playing that that old ship. First of all, it was your first time doing it. Secondly, it didn't even tell you how to play None it. None of the buttons are marked. <laughs> but but I also want to stress out there for, for folks, and, and this is for the people in chat as well. If you like seeing that, let them know. Because I, I know I know Heathen Dog, in my experience, doesn't like failure, and he doesn't want to stream or, or, or record or be part of yeah. failure like that. But if you explain to him how fun that is and give him, you know, give him a little bit of love, a couple of bits out there, they'll do it again. Yeah. Although failing, don't, failing, don't stream from know, the engineering position. Okay, as long as you don't feel like an idiot doing it. It was like, your first RNG time. RNG man, there's nothing you can do about that. Some sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's 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 the game, right? But if if you're failing because you feel incompetent, it's just feel bad time. It's just all. Baron G Rock says you need to try space engineers. That's well. The problem is he couldn't get Garthon to play it because space engineers is a resource uh, gathering game, and yeah. Garthon hates resource gathering games. I'll clip the Maxathon fight. Awesome. Jim Malcolm's going to click. Uh, even my wife came in there and was like, oh, cute. <laughs> like it's eating people. All right. Of course, we have the Friday night just chilling stream. I think that's going to be kind of a permanent feature now going forward. Like as if it wasn't already because people could be asking, what are you doing Friday? And uh, Heathen Dog got satisfied today. That's right. That's a word. When I uh, mentioned to him that I get more views on that than we get on RPG Digest. It's kind of, it is sad. Sad. Because this is our, I, I don't want to use the word professional. What would you say RPG Digest is? A curated stream or a professional stream? Or... Uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say professional. We don't make enough money. Um, but, you know, semi-pro, I guess, would be the, would be the term. If you want to help us make money. <laughs> bring us to pro, st- pro status. There you go. Bring us to pro status. We want to thank our Twitch subscribers and those who gave cheers, just like I think Ravenslayer did today. Uh, I want to thank our members and super chatters. I actually noticed on uh, the YouTubes that uh, somebody re-upped a membership. So thank you very much for that. Uh, so uh, you can back us on locals. So uh, what do you get for backing right now? The only thing you get is this live stream in its full in its entirety. Yeah. Yeah. Unedited glory. Um, more, more to come in the but, future. Uh, I will finish, especially uh, the, the whole Shadowrun first edition is going to be, but the its entirety will only be available to YouTube and locals members or backers, depending on what platform. And uh, I want to get it done by I believe it's the twenty first because according to the book, magic re uh, magic reemerged in the world December twenty twenty one. I believe it's the twenty first of December or the nineteenth, something, something like that. So I want to have it up at least by then. Just, just so you can the, so you can be the cause of it if it actually happens. Yes. Ethan Dog put this up. He caused goblinization. There you if go. I turn into a fucking elf, I'm going to be a murderer. So I'm going to be oh a homicidal God, elf. That would be so <laughs> ironic. Oh, you know what's the worst though? First edition, they all had those uh, allergies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about that. They got rid of that stuff, but uh, yeah. But oh no, it, it exists in first edition, and it can be horrible. Hey, Cameron, we do appreciate that that you come by. We like it when all our viewers come by. Up. Oh, New member, Baron G Rock. Thank you Thank very you. much, sir. 
You start guilting us into being members to your crap now. I mean, <laughs> but thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Baron G Rock and Bruce Lombardo spiked our monthly payments. We we're like, oh, look at that. We're going to get a pretty decent month. It's because they had this little competition. Uh, Goblinization was on Orc Centrals. That That is, no, I think it was it dwarves as well, but I, I do believe. Uh, elves, I thought the term is used for everything. And no, no. Uh, go, uh, spontaneous goblinization was uh, humans hitting puberty and yeah. then changing. Whereas yeah, I, thought that, I thought that was all the, the races. No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. I believe elves were born elf. From okay, he says elves and dwarves were born. Oh. Well, I'm going to be a scrang. <laughs> well, not enough magic for that. Sorry. Not enough magic. Oh, stupid fifth age, sixth age, whatever the hell it is. All right. Of course, we got the year Palladium books coming up. And is there anything else I need to, to show? You know what RP gate is. We had a whole segment on that today. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else I have no, to show. That's it. All right, let's get the main screen up. And again, sincere thanks to everybody being here. Really do appreciate that. Go spread the love, spread the word. Um, remember, if you're a gatekeeper and you want to come in, we'll we'll throw out the link out there because, you know, unless there's some reason why we can't or whatever, because we like talking to people. And uh, all right, words of wisdom, heathen dog. My, uh, I'll go first and you can, you can mic drop us. I have no words of wisdom. <laughs> okay, that'll be easy then. All right. It's important to not just understand the words that are coming out of people's mouths, but try and put yourself in their shoes to understand the meaning. If you don't do that, then there is the high possibility that you are going to twist the meaning of their words into what you think it means instead of what they actually meant. You're, you're going to infer things that the other person was not implying. And then that causes confusion. That causes hurt feelings. It causes you looking like a douchebag. <laughs> don't do that. Don't just don't just understand the words that the person are using. On, try and understand where they're coming from. With that little act of empathy, you can stop maybe 60, 70% of misunderstandings and possible hurt feelings and Twitter wars. Of course, if you're if you're a Twitter warrior, then you're not going to be hearing me. You're, you're going to be inferring the shit out of this when I'm not implying any of that. So uh, solve your life. Don't be a douchebag. Booyah.